welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name is Matt Murray, and I'm here with James Farley. Hello, Matt. And that's it, because the other two couldn't be asked to show up. Well, we've, we've been kind of let down. I mean, we, we knew about David. Kind like, of. We've well, been majorly let down. This was supposed to be the first episode of 2019. The episode was just James, Sean, and I. Uh, Dave uh, said last week he could make it. He's got some work thing. Understandable, uh, and, you know, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. So he, you know, he, 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 he obviously he can be asked because he has some work for you in the morning. Uh, but then Sean, I mean, also David did warn us as well, which was nice. He did. I mean, yeah. Sean warned us about an hour ago. So it's just me and James, but that's fine. Uh, we've got a commitment to our listeners. And that isn't going to be... We're not going to let them down, are we, James? No, no, definitely not. I, no. I know for a fact you would have absolutely loved it if I said, yeah, James, let's skip a week. Well, I, I did say, like, you know how I feel about this. We could just... <laughs> you said, you said you, you know I'd have to cancel on these things. Like, no, James. I think even at the time I was like, oh, okay, maybe we'll see all the vibes. And I thought, no, there's no way we're cancelling a show. Absolutely no way in hell, unless we're all dead. That's but you the see, only way we're I, I was going to pull the whole, you stitched me up at Eurogamer, so I'm not doing it. But I just thought, no, that that'd be mean. I I, I thought about it. I, I thought, oh, James is it, there's James can do what he wants now. I can just say no. And if you if you go say no, I would have just recorded something on my own. Really? <laughs> I would have done something. There's no way. I don't know what I would have done. I would have like I don't know. Rang John Denton and said, John, just get. I do. I would have rang someone. There's so no you, way okay. I wouldn't have put that show. So you'd have been like gaming Steve. Do you, do you, I don't know who that is. You don't know who Gaming Steve is. Okay, he was. Um, you know when podcasting first started, you know, like started being a thing. You know, with like video games and stuff, and there was like the yeah, one up yeah. show and everything. Prior to that, there was this this guy called I think it was Stephen Glicker. His name was, and he had this thing called Gaming Steve, which um yeah, which was on, and uh, yeah, it, it wasn't great. I mean, it was about forty five minutes long. He used to like do a, a weekly show, and he, but he had all these like amazing jingles and stuff. So <laughs> I was going to do that as well. Jingles show. Okay, maybe not a moment, but I would have ranked. Some Someone, even just like a, you know, a mate, anyone, it's like we'd just come on the show. We can't not put a show out anyway. We are putting a show out. We're here, uh, so let's go on to follow up. There's not a, well, there's not a lot. Basically, though, is there? the trouble is, is ninety nine percent of it is about Sean and David. So, um, I mean, Thomas saying the Sean impression for David was brilliant, wasn't it, David? Yeah. So that's that covered. Uh, can Dave do an entire Shemu streaming Sean's voice? Dave, can you? Thank you. I mean, I, I mean, I, I would love to see that. I don't think he could do it for a whole hour, but I'd love to see I it. I think he could. He's he's quite dedicated, is David, you know, when it comes to that kind of thing. He does get <laughs> into mean, character. The, the, this guy called Bantu Braystar uh, on Twitter, again, amazing name, he said he'll pay a quid for that. I mean, I would pay £2 to see to see Dave do an entire Shenmue stream. Uh, oh, speaking of Shenmue stream, his one last week was amazingly funny in, in, in a couple of key moments. I watched all of that last week. Uh, the that I I think Dave wanted to talk to you about the the uh, the writing in that you, you, you know in the, in the video last week, James. I think you saw it, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple he, of key parts which are incredibly funny because well, of the poor uh, localization. Well, I there's guess. the poor localization, but there's also like a very awkward like marriage bit with a schoolgirl, which David wanted to take me to task over. I mean, I don't yeah. know why he is expecting it because I'm not going to defend that, am I? Obviously. It's well, just... should, we, should we explain? I know Dave's not here, but you know we can't let the show just grind to a halt because he's not here. So in this bit of dialogue, there was like a schoolgirl and this older guy in Shenmue, in the first Shenmue, right? Yeah. And he looks about 40. No, she looks he's about... not 40. He's only in his 20s or something, and he's, what? you know, it's gorgeous. Tough paper round <laughs> in Tokyo. Um, 
Okay, so so what, what, what's the what's the general gist of that conversation that made everyone watching feel a bit uneasy? Well, because he shows up and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm going straight now, and I'm doing it because you know I'm going to marry this girl here." And he's got this like schoolgirl next to him, or a girl that's dressed up as in a school uniform. And then like Rio looks at them and he's like, "Really? She looks a bit young." Like thinking what we're all thinking. And then he's yeah. like, and then she's like, "It's okay, you know, you could be sixteen and get married like here." And it was it was very awkward because she was clearly not sixteen and quite a bit younger. But then yeah. there's there's the whole thing where it's like I was saying I'm sure that that's even worse, like in the um in the Japanese version because yeah the age of consent is a bit different there and uh, yeah it was just very awkward uh, the whole thing. But I'm not going to defend that am I? It's awful. But it's um yeah just... yeah it, it was incredibly awkward and there's no way he was in his twenties. He looked he looked old as as fuck, but. Anyway, whatever. It, uh, it, that plus some other bits were, uh, were, were great. So, so check out Dave's streams on our YouTube channel, of course. Um, last week we talked about the fact that Sony now allows you to change your PSN name, or will they will do shortly at least. Uh, and Mike Edwards got in touch to say Microsoft does charge you to change your game tag because he recently got drunk and changed it once, uh, twice in one night. Uh, I'm, fairly, I'm fairly sure, yeah. But, but, and, and Thomas Lovecraft 82 uh, says that they charge you seven ninety nine. I, I I thought the first gamer tag change was was free, and after that it cost. But whatever, it's probably to say you know a seven ninety nine flat charge now. Well, I mean, just that, choose something banging in the beginning, and then you ain't got this problem. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, but it's not that easy. It's not that easy. Anyway, whatever. I, I I'm definitely going to change mine when the option uh, comes around. Well, uh, even people... even if it breaks everything, which is what they've said it does. Yeah, but I, I'm I, it's not like I'm playing PS3 and Vita games every day, so I'm not too bothered about that, and. And, and like Sony say, James, if it breaks, I can just change it back <laughs> because true. they've got that on hold. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll change it. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I created one before and that fucked things up, so I might as well double down and, and go again. Uh, a few people, we had a discussion last week about premium episode ideas. And, and that that pissed me off as well because Dave's like, yeah, my idea, premium episodes. That, that was not Dave's idea. I mean, it, it is. I, yeah, I mean, he's not here, but it really exactly. wasn't David's idea. Like no, I mean not from so, my recollection. Yeah, the, the the thought of basically, I was saying, oh, maybe we could do special episodes and maybe charge a pound for them. That was the idea. And then Dave came in with his his idea, which was, oh, maybe we could do it a little bit like the Game of the Year shows, like a Robin round Robin or Knockout to decide best like sort of console games of generation or per machine. I, I, I met you know like Dave's suggestion of let's do it a bit like the Game of the Year show. That was his suggestion. But let me let me tell you the idea for bringing this next to Rev some sweet sweet revenue to this old podcast that was very much my idea so adam turner uh, i'll be very much up for a premium show one pound sounds great consoles games on consoles games within genres games within genres on a certain console great idea david wasn't his idea it was not wasn't his idea was it and he, he claimed it uh a few other people saying that premium episodes idea would be great uh, alex Hempton on uk says who happily pay up to and including 199 so really? that's uh that's great uh when a few people tweeted saying, oh, premium episode idea, great idea, guys. I was so tempted to say, yeah, we're good. the first one's going to be about uh, Detroit Become Human as a tenor. Never discussing that game again. Well, we will in December, James. We that's won't, because you're not going to choose it. That's how game of the year works, James. You're not going to choose it, So because you'd just be stupid if you did that. And I know you're not that stupid, but... I'm just thinking of like, games that have affected me emotionally this year, and <laughs> that's up there. Yeah, it's affected me emotionally as well, but for not for, not for good reasons. I mean, it, it was just... <laughs> It was so boring. It was such. A, let's move on because I don't want to get into this again. 
Yeah, yeah, it's just save your arguments for uh, December. Um, Adam Turner said, I've just uh, finished listening to your Life is Strange spoiler cast. Really good listen, although I've not even played the game and have no intention to, but I enjoyed listening to your experiences. Um, great work. Yeah, I, I really want more people to listen to that because I, I, thought, I thought I had loads of fun recording it, but obviously not everyone's into uh, Life is Strange. But Adam listened to it without even playing the game. So if you haven't played a game or can't be asked the game, still give our, our Life is Strange 2 spoiler cast listen to if only to hear some choice decisions. But we've also... There's no mention, is there, about when the next episode's going to be? Oh, no, I, I tweeted saying how, but so, um, they they put like an Instagram post out on Friday saying, yeah, we're, we're thanks for your feedback. We're still working hard. We're not quite ready to reveal the release date for episode two. I reckon episode two will be out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that's about it. Uh, yeah, I reckon it must be out this year, surely, because obviously they released episode one in October. I mean, is it too much to ask for episode two to be out in December? It wasn't. It was out in s- end of September, wasn't it? Oh, wow. The, okay. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, do, do you think they'll release episode two this year? I think it's certain, because I mean, otherwise that would be ridiculous. And you're looking at like a game that's probably going to take about a year and a half for each episode to come out. It'd be yeah. awful. I like the fact Dave on the spoiler cast was questioning. Oh, I mean, this point might not be in our game of the year because maybe all the episodes weren't being released. I mean, or any <laughs> any other ones being released. I don't think the whole thing will be out this year. I'll be I'll be over the moon if we get an episode, a second episode, but uh, that is about it. Um, we talked uh, last week. I had a, I gave I gave a story about me being at, uh, at an expo wearing a suit, being sixteen. Uh, Chris O'Regan. Uh, uh, I did enjoy this section of the show. As a serial expo attendee, I can definitely relate to what was said. It's very easy to fall into the jaded side of things after being so many of them, but I always get out of them what I put in, which is a great deal usually. One thing I, I heard listening back to last week's show is that Dave's like, yeah, we're, we're all walking around being incredibly jaded. I mean, I was definitely saying, oh, the queues are rather long, but I wasn't I wasn't being jaded. I, I was having a whale of a time. And I certainly wasn't moaning and people queuing up for a fortnight. Which I think you were, James. I don't think that's fair. I wasn't moaning about that. I mean, what Chris says there about, you know, enjoying it as much as you put in, That's maybe that is why I didn't enjoy it so much, because I didn't put any effort into <laughs> it whatsoever. Any, anything into it. So, yeah, it's, uh, it was all right. It's just, I don't know. I, mean, I, I still get a huge buzz out of those things, just seeing like a huge stand. Like, oh, it's just exciting, isn't it? I just, anyway. It was uh, the it was the Windows 10 bus that did it, wasn't it? <laughs> the that Windows was the... 10 bus, the massive Spider Man. You wouldn't even get a selfie with that guy with, with Spider Man. Why would I want to? I don't care. <laughs> we <laughs> said it. We called to send your son. Like, oh look who I met! Look who I've met! Yeah. Spider Man. Okay, um, that's either feedback. Obviously, we had tons more, but most of it is related to Sean or Dave. Uh, if you want to leave us feedback, maybe not on this show, maybe any of the others, you know, one before, maybe the one after the other two turn up, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter, or you can email thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. James. This is the news. Um, Games TM and Nailed, Games Absolutely Mar- nailed it that time, so you I don't know, even need Dave to interrupt. Why you interrupt again? It's oh, like... Sorry, I was just... Sorry. I had that down, and it's. I know. Like, I was just saying you don't. You don't. You can do it without even the interruptions. Now it's great. Yeah. Anyway, news. So, uh, sad news to begin with, which is that Games TM and Games Master are being shut down, and so both magazines are currently in the process of publishing their final issues. And Future have said that they're gonna. All the staff will be redeployed uh, elsewhere. So yeah, this yeah, is kind of sad. Blow. I've actually, I've actually seen a couple of like. I was going to say high-profile departures over recent weeks. I mean, I'm sure, like, the previous edit- editor and, like, a deputy editor have left in the last, like, few weeks. And I was thinking, okay, that's that's two big ones that have gone on to different things. Mm-hmm. I didn't really guess, I think, much more of it, but I guess I guess they 
either knew or they just you know saw what's happening uh it's such a shame because i mean games i mean games i haven't bought either of them for a long time uh i will say that but games master obviously i love that because of the tv show back in the day and that was definitely one of my regular purchases when i was buying magazines you know like a million years ago games dm as well was definitely always for me is like the alternative to edge magazine and i i bought that loads again back in the day but i just i just don't buy magazines anymore and i, I was obsessed with magazines at one point when i was young i was like something like 15 15 plus quid a month uh on magazines which nowadays doesn't seem like much because they're all like six quid but back in those days when they were like two pound fifty that was a lot of magazines yeah, I mean, I was a huge purchaser of magazines as well, and I mean, Games Master was one of those. I had a subscription to that for a, a long time when I was like when I was much much younger, obviously, and yeah. I, I always loved it. I mean, I never I never got in games into Games TM because I always kind of preferred Edge, and I, I mean, I've still got a subscription to Edge now, which I I read like most months because yeah, that's I've, crazy. I mean, I, it's good for them, but my god, well, no, because I've got like a I like I like the articles. <laughs> I like, I like, oh, you said that before. <laughs> but no, like I, I do. I like the. I like the. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. is that Sean or Dave? <sighs> don't know. No, it's it's not. It's somebody just calling, and I don't know why. Um, I'll answer it. Come on. Gonna, no, I'm not answering the phone. Just wait for it to uh, stop. Hell, where are you currently? Oh, you just wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have to deal with it. Hang oh, on. for Christ! This would never happen if if Dave Hello? and Sean were here, listener. Hello. Let's see what he says. Hi. Okay, um, I'll give you to... Um, is that alright? Unbel- this is like the okay. fly all over again. Oh, any, uh... So Red Dead's out this week. Um, that's, that's exciting, isn't it? It's the old, the old cowboys. Here, here he comes. Act natural. <clears throat> Hello? Hello, James. You'll, you'll have to cut that, like some what? of that. <laughs> okay, I'll cut it, I'll cut it. You can't leave that in, because that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, well, no, uh, I'm not sure if you remember, James, there was one point where you spent 15 minutes killing a fly a few episodes ago, so yeah, I right. think we were okay for content. Um, no, no, you, you're, you're taking that out, though, seriously. Okay, cool, yeah, yeah, sure. But, okay, so. right. Um, okay, uh, so... Uh, you were talking about Games Master? Yeah, no, I was talking... Yeah, you talking so, about Edge? Yeah, so you, you still got an Edge magazine because you read the articles. Yeah, yeah and I, I do, because this is one of the things that I like, um, I still like about the about the magazine. I mean, I'm, the reviews, I'm not so keen, but the um, yeah, they do have a lot of really good content. I mean, this this month they had, like, Red Dead um, you know, Redemption 2, like, preview and everything that was really detailed yeah. and great. I mean, at one point I was, I used to get, like, ridiculously excited when, like, the new magazines, or well, new editions of any magazine came out. You know, I, I've mentioned this loads of times with the official, like, drink, what well, official Sega magazine, Dreamcast magazine, Saturn magazine. It was, that was like a genuine massive rush. And, like, the new, the new episodes out and, like, uh, new episode, new, um, new issues out. And if I knew, like, the certain date that, that issue was coming out, I'd obviously look at, like, local, like, um, uh, Dorit Smith's or like, Borders or whatever. And it, it, sometimes it might come out a day early and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, like, there, there was a genuine, like, incredible rush of adrenaline when I saw the new issue out. Which I obviously don't get anymore. But so which okay, which which magazines did you used to get? Because when I was like, when I'm thinking like 16 bit era, because that's when I really got into them like in a big way. I mean, I had all like Sega ones, like Sega Power, love that, and like yeah, Mean Machines I, from I, time I, to time. I, I, I hated Sega Power. Um, really? What's wrong yeah, with Sega Power? I, I preferred the official ones. I preferred the team there. No, you yeah, see, I, I, I never I, rated Sega Power. I never liked the, the official one so much because it always felt like they were just you know like promoting. It was just PR. You know, that's, that's I preferred. Yeah, I know. I, 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 it just felt like it just felt like a better outfit. I still remember. Okay, this might have been 
Okay, this might be one also one of my ECTS. Like, like, oh, by the way, last week I talked about the whole expo. It was the um, it was it was the European Computer Trade Show, not electronic, whatever yeah, I said yeah. it was. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, I, I went there one. I went there when I was when I was young, as I mentioned last week's show, and I I saw like the whole editorial team from like. I think it was like Me Machine Sega or CVG. It was like Steve Key and Radon Automatic and stuff. And it was like amazing to see them walking, walking around the things. Yeah, so Me Machine Sega, uh, CVG, um, obviously the official magazines, all, all that lot. Um, see, I yeah, went I mean, for the... Games Master was there from obviously very early on. So I also went for like Nintendo ones as well because I was really... like I, You probably don't remember Total, do you? Uh, Total don't. I remember like it was super uh, obviously play. the official the what so there was Super Play as well, which was like the one that was you know most people really liked. Yeah, I don't remember because I was like I didn't have uh, NES or SNES growing up. I, I if I, I I you know my first Nintendo console was probably like the N sixty four, I guess. Ooh, okay. Yeah, because I because I, I was pure Sega as a, as a as a child, so I didn't bother them. I obviously got the official Nintendo Nintendo magazine from time to time. Um, and then it went on to like, was it N64 Power? I love that magazine. There was N64, then that turned into like NGC, and then yeah, they. they and, NGC, yeah, yeah, that was another great one. But yeah, I just like magazines back in the days, just, I just thought they were so exciting. I guess that obviously there's no internet, and I guess for a long part of that, the internet wasn't really a thing. But yeah. Well, see, that, that was the thing, because like, yeah, because you, and also the other thing I really liked about it was like, I used to love like the letters pages and stuff like that, because it was like early, like almost like forums, if you see what I mean. You know, like, yeah, definitely, like, yeah. And I love that. I'll tell you what, though, I, I used to get another, I used to get like this Game Boy magazine when I was like much younger, which was called Game Boy Action, and it was not a great magazine. Wow. But what, 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 that must be, I don't remember that at all. I must be incredibly. This was like long late eighties, early nineties, and it was. Oh, wow, okay. But it was really funny because I, I mean, I obviously have kept loads of these, and they're like in a box like in the garage, not not with me at the moment. And like, I it was funny because I was like looking through some like a couple of years ago, and I went to like you know like the classified section, like the adverts and stuff. Yeah. And I noticed people were just some of the classifieds were really funny because it was people just on a wind up like all the time. They just like you know sent in things to advertise, and they were just like slagging people off and all that. And it was it was it was pretty. I mean, as like a ten year old, I didn't get that, but now it was it was pretty funny to read back. Yeah, I mean, w- w- one of my earlier jobs, I used to work for a uh, a publisher who put out uh, twice monthly um, boats. It basically is part of Auto Trader, but it's all boats. <laughs> uh, one magazine, I shit you not, I don't think it's around anymore. Was it had the incredible title of "Boats and Yachts for Sale"? Now you will never <laughs> guess. You will never guess what they did. Anyway, one of my many jobs there. Um, uh, as well as all obviously even the pictures and all that sort of stuff was sawing older classifieds and uh, it was basically like a massive text file of all like the people selling their boat and shit but then I would like put my own ones in I'd like talk to my mates and say look I wrote this thing about you in the magazine and anyway, that wasn't even a good story anyway yeah basically <laughs> magazines were amazing and I really miss them even though yeah. some of them are still going and it's sad for these two these two biggies uh, I mean it's go, funny because really. I mean, Games Master started in like it was like I mean I was having a look at this. It's like nineteen ninety three, yeah, and that's like twenty five years ago. That that's crazy. That's, yeah, it's it's insane. I mean, I, I I might pick up both their final issues, which both come out on first of November. I might I might pick them up just because I mean I know Edge is still going, and I mean what else is there? Jesus, but like you know these th- these are two massive ones to go. I mean mm-hmm. we haven't got long. Do you remember a magazine? Is before Games TM called Control? I think that yeah. was Imagine Publishing. I, I really like that. And then that, in many ways, in my mind, that that sort of turned into Games TM. Uh, that may not be the case, but uh, 
Yeah, magazines were so good back in the day. Many people listening to this just don't wouldn't have ever even bothered with a games magazine, and, and I guess that's why. I guess that's why. I guess that's why they're going the way they are. Yeah, it's a shame. But okay, uh, okay. let's just think cool. about it. What's okay, next? next story uh, we've got is uh, okay. So independent game shops. Well, this is okay in America. Aren't going to be getting Red Dead Redemption Two until November, apparently. So yeah. It seems to be so far only in the US. I'm not sure about the UK. Although the order that I put for um, Simply Games, like because I usually order through them for like new releases, that I got like a pointed email from them saying that we will be, you won't get it until like definitely the release date and everything, which probably means oh, yeah. Saturday yeah, instead. I I was very close to what yeah because I also if I order a game it's always too simply mostly because often they ensure you get the game by the release date which often means you get it on Thursday yeah. uh, which is always incredibly exciting um, but when uh, I heard they they were guaranteeing it to the Friday I said I'll, I'll go somewhere else so I'm getting mine from Smiths because also if you pre-order from Smiths and collect in store we get a fiver off and also I can collect it on the day without. I'll be working on Friday anyway, so uh, there's no chance of be staying in and waiting for it. So I'll just go pop in at lunchtime and collect the game on Friday. That was uh, that was a lot of detail, Matt. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we've got nothing else to talk about. Uh, the game, so independent but, uh, game it's, it's funny because I mean, some people here reckon that it's because like they, some people think it's because there's supply issues because apparently it comes on two Blu-rays and everything, but. More people, more people are sort of skeptical that this is because of like breaking street dates, and that independents are more likely to do that. It seems than like the huge retailers and everything. So Rockstar are just being incredibly careful about not wanting it out a day early, which is strange. But but I mean, is that what's what's the matter with that? I mean, that's going to happen. And like I'm swear on Reddit today, I think someone's already someone's already got a copy of it on PS4 on Reddit. They've already posted that. But, yeah, but that, that's what they don't want because they don't want people like spoiling stuff and also it must mess with their marketing as well, you know, because it's like, you know, they want to get everything lined up for exactly the right times and all that kind of thing. But it does yeah. it does seem weird and kind of petty, but especially because, I mean, one of the stories in this, um, this Kotaku piece was talking about like this independent store that had commissioned like a local artist to draw like custom designs for Red Dead Redemption for like t-shirts. So if you like pre-ordered, you got one of these like custom t-shirts, but then yeah. he's like, well, now I can't sell the game <laughs> with it as well. So it's kind of, you know, kind of pointless. And, you know, this it's the kind of thing that like a smaller de- like retailer may do to try and like, um, you know, compete with like the bigger ones you know they can offer some sort of value added sort of thing but they can't yeah. when this sort of thing happens but that sort of thing like having reading this piece and him saying like oh well, he um he thinks his customers are sold bought over a thousand copies i, I bet that's the sort of thing where like rockstar will reach out to him specifically and say yeah okay we'll we'll we'll, we'll sort you out to make sure you get yours for launch day i just uh, that's, that's okay you don't think they're gonna bother <laughs> you don't <laughs> bother yeah good point good point yeah Okay, uh, next story we've got is... This is one that you've put in here. Um, I did not authorise this, but because we're light on content, we'll have a look. We've got another hour on this. I mean, Days Gone's been delayed until April 2019. I mean... Yeah. I mean, I guess what's notable about that is also the fact that they... The announcement on the PlayStation blog said that it's been pushed back here. It was meant to be coming out on February 22nd, which also is like when other five or six games come out. Well, no, sorry. Anthem comes out. Metro Exodus comes out on that same day. I think there's another couple of less less, less big titles. But basically, 22nd of February looks crazy. Uh, and they said that because of the crowded February timeline, uh, they're going to push this thing back and give it another couple of months polish. 
Um, Isn't this also a game that nobody really cares about that much? That, that, like, that's the thing. Like, no, there's no hype about this game whatsoever. So that they'll probably do well to have two months of extra marketing or something because right now people are saying, "Oh, I can't be asked." And if it's a spy, if it's a zombie game, I am looking forward to. It's going to be Last of Us Two. It's not going to be Days Gone, but um, I don't know. It, it, it looked okay. It looked fine at E three, and it, there was impressive sort of technical showings of it. But yeah, there's nothing to be excited about, is it? About Days Gone. I mean, this this is. I always get this mixed up with what I did before with State of Decay Two because they just look. I know they're not the same at all, but I don't know, it's just more zombies, you know, more of that kind of stuff. It, I don't know, I, it does feel like that's all played out, like, massively now. Yeah, it does. Um, I, so I, I guess, like, the sort of, in inverted commas, issue about it is that, yeah, I can't really see what's unique about Days Gone. It looks like another sort of open-world zombie game, but I don't know, I, I'll, I'll be interested to see it. Hopefully they showcase something else that's a bit more interesting about the game, but either way, that's been pushed back. And, yeah, that, that February 22nd time is going to be... Huge. I mean, Anthem and Metro Exodus on the same day. I, I swear there's some other things. I mean, there was obviously also going to be Days Gone. When's Crackdown coming? Isn't it uh, like around oh, yeah, the same yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that as well. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's another one that's on, uh, on or around. Yeah, I think it's in that week. So you've got, okay, so around that week, you've got like the release of like quite a few sort of mediocre looking games. Like, you know, like Crackdown, Anthem. Like, well, these are all games that people are very skeptical about at the moment. And yeah, they've all been like, then pushed back this time. Yeah, I know, but I think Days Gone. I think it makes sense for them to push it back because it's going to get. It may be forgotten anyway, but if it, if it gets released around that, around those titles, it's definitely going to be gone. Mm. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. They also mentioned um, uh, Airboys Golf VR. It comes out also on Spring 2019, and this artistic adventure game called Concrete Genie. They also mentioned. I haven't got a link to the post here. I right hear basically the. the um, I, I'm really interested to see what this this new From Software. Um, VR game called Devacine is like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know, it's 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 Miyazaki. It's from software. I mean, it's going to be. I can't wait to see what that's about. I like. I did like the look of Concrete Genie. I'll be honest. I thought that yeah. looked, that looks class. I'm yeah, it, it looks fantastic. Uh, I haven't really heard much about that, but yeah, that's also out uh, early 2019. So uh, yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. stuff coming. Um, okay, and the last story is possibly one of the most bizarre headlines that I've seen. <laughs> Um, this year, actually, which is that Knack 2 has been nominated for a BAFTA. Now, deserved, well deserved. This is the Children's Award, like it's the, like for children's games, and that's you know, where I've got thing. questions. Uh, what? But, what, so, what else? What else is in the same category of the annual British Academy Children's Award in the it best game category? Make any sense? This uh, okay? So we got Knack 2, we got Frantics, which I don't even know what that is. I'll be Ooh. honest. Uh, we got Everybody's Golf, which great game. Is a very good game. I enjoyed that. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle also pretty very good, and that's it. It's like those four games. But the thing is, is I was looking at this and I was thinking, okay, well they've got Mario and Rabbids in there, and then I'm thinking, when did that come out? I thought that's 2017. And then when did Knack Two came out? That came out in 2017. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a BAFTAs and just like the Oscars, I have their sort of weird sort of like a. Yeah, it, no, it, no, no. Year, yearly, yearly yeah, schedule, that, isn't it? That makes sense. But what else came out in 2017? It's like Mario Odyssey. Mad- why, <laughs> yeah, why, why is Mario Odyssey not on this list, but Knack 2 is? Like, I, I don't understand. That That yeah. just baffles me. It completely also, I mean, baffles me. I never me. played Knack 2, but from my I understanding... Have. Yeah, we, we, we know. But from my understanding, that game gets pretty hard, doesn't it? 
like it's too not, hard it's, for children hard no or? it's just not get, it's not that it gets really hard it's just not a very it's not a terrible game by any stretch of the imagination it's just very average i found i mean yeah, I, I played totally it with, right. i didn't even think about it when i saw this thing like yeah knack 2's on here but mario odyssey is not on here yeah it came out the same year it, it just makes no sense at all i mean yeah, I, I don't understand. I mean, also, I mean, putting everybody's golf on there is a bit odd as well because I wouldn't say that's a children's game either. You know, I mean, I know it's it, it, obviously it's everybody's you know, golf, but it's like not. It's you know, I wouldn't say it's like targeted. Yeah, so you're saying at it's everybody's golf is not children's golf, and no, that's the issue. Well, no, it's not targeted at children, is it? It's targeted at like you know everyone or whatever. But I don't know. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. It's quite crazy, but I, I mean, is this gonna be like in the FA Cup? Uh, I think the draws actually happen tonight. But like when like a a lower league side gets drawn against like Man City or Chelsea, everyone sort of thinks, "Oh yeah, c- come on, you know, Kidderminster Harriers." Is everyone going to be rooting now for Naktu? I don't think so. It would be an incredible moment. I mean, not that it's got in crazy competition, but it would be incredible to see Naktu win the BAFTA. I think we're rooting for them. I mean, uh, on this list though, they've got a pretty good chance. Yeah, yeah to, they, they which, will have, yeah. Which is just, um, yeah, which is kind of astonishing, really. That, that, considering... that Frantics game, apparently, is a PS4 exclusive PlayLink game. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I that, mean, that just, game we've all been playing, Frantics. Just consider just how many, like, really good games came out in 2017, and they chose Knack 2. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's baffling. Yeah, it's... Um, I mean, yeah, it, it, I... I can't wait for the uh, for for the Baftas. Uh, when are they? They are in, on twenty fifth of November. So go go get, get, two. Get hyped okay. for that. <laughs> That's it for the news, isn't it, James? That is it. Yeah, it was it was a lean week. Um, it's been yeah. a lean week all round, particularly in the number of presenters on this show. Yeah, to let's get on in to what you've been playing, James. What have you been playing this week? Well, see, this is another thing that's annoying because the stuff that I've been playing, I need to talk about it with other people that aren't you. Oh, because great. now well, the reason being for that's, that is that's because nice. well, no, because you haven't played these games, and it makes True. it more difficult to get any feedback. <laughs> so <laughs> it does really. So it's, it's a bit... very interesting uh, what you've been playing this week. That's for sure. Okay, so I mean, the first game I played and finished this week was Golf Story. And... Oh, okay. Oh, so sounds good. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I'm I mean, actually interested. So, so this you, came out in 2017, did it? I think so. Could have been this on the game been on the for Children's BAFTA. Yeah. It could have been, yeah. But it's um, yeah, I, I wouldn't because it's not not very good. It's it's one of those games which I feel, I do feel is kind of overrated. Actually, like a lot of people seem to really really like this game. I did not enjoy yeah, it that, that much. Dave was, Dave was saying this is up there for one of the games of the year at the time. Yeah, that I, Wait, don't I guess it is an that. title, so just, yeah, <laughs> that, that's what happens. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand that at all because I mean, the thing about it is, is that I found it had it had an infuriating difficulty spike first of all, uh, which is the like it's got a reasonably good like difficulty curve like during most of the game, and then finally when you do like the final course, it's really difficult. Like you have to do you have to do it basically flawlessly, like the, the like the last um, the last course. Are, and it's are, are, there, are the golf mechanics like any standard golf game in the, yeah. in that regard? Okay, cool. Pretty much, yeah. It's um you know you've got like wind and slice all that kind of thing it's it's kind of fine but it's also i mean it's supposed to be like a like a role-playing sort of narrative game but i found the side missions are kind of like dull and a bit repetitive really they're not i didn't find the script and the story you know they're fine but they're not i didn't find it touching and i didn't really get like invested in the characters at all it just i don't know if it felt like a Mm. a kind of a weak sort of thing to like hang hang like the golf around so the golf so 
yeah, Southampton. So, so, so you play like rounds or championships of golf, and then in between that, what what what's the gameplay like? Well, then you, I mean, obviously you explore like the map and sort of like go around to the different like golf courses, and on the golf courses you meet like other people that will give you challenges and stuff. Like you know, like you got to chip this in, you know, to these like different areas, you know, within a time limit and stuff like that. Mm. Or they'll say things like, "Can you collect, you know, the, like this number of balls and stuff like that?" You know, it's just stuff like that. It's it's not. I didn't find that terribly interesting, really. I, I mean, you do it so that your character gets leveled up and you get like better stats, which is fine. But it's just that it's not very exciting. Like, I didn't, I didn't find the side missions very like sort of gripping at all. Right. And it's, I mean, the golf, the golf is okay. Uh, I think it's mostly okay, but it's just at times it does feel a bit random. Like in the last, in the last course in particular. The problem, the biggest problem I found with it is when you have uneven surfaces, because if you, particularly on the putting green, sometimes it will say like, you know, it's got like a, like a gradient or whatever, so that if you, if the ball hits it, it will bounce off in a completely different direction. But because it's like 2D, you can't see, like you can't see it, like it, you can't see okay, like yeah. how, how the green is. Is it isometric or? Uh, is no, it's like top down. It's, no, it's oh, top, top down. down. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So. This makes it very, very difficult to judge where the ball's going to land. Um, you know, like, and so it's. I found that in particular, and also the putting. I found putting really, really awkward in this, like more so than any golf game I've ever played. And I ended up just chipping all the time. Like even well, why, when I was. Why, why, why do you find it awkward? Because the, like the way like the energy, the power bars weren't. Well, 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 what was the issue exactly? It was the way that well, again, it was the way that sometimes the green sloped. It was also sometimes the way like the, the power bar like feels is you see the thing is it doesn't often explain like the game mechanics to you like very much. So I found out only in when I was playing the last course that you could go into this like precision mode and it would then give you an indicator of like, how hard you were gonna hit the ball and everything, like so you could like restrict it to like a yeah, certain yeah. amount. I didn't know that. Like, I mean, I'm sure. Isn't that the thing that Dave said he didn't learn until the last course? Probably, yeah. Because that's one of the <laughs> the main weaknesses with this game is that they don't explain stuff to you. Like they often they explain things to you like once, but then you don't really have to use it, and then you just forget it exists. You know that you you don't really need to do it anymore. So because of that, I found putting to just be a nightmare. So I just ended up chipping everything because of the uneven surfaces. <laughs> it was just much easier, even if you're like right next to the like the um. Yeah, the hole. I was still just chipping it because it was just easier than than trying oh, the putting. I mean, you said that like that. a huge difficulty spike. I mean, do you not think? Did was that not an indication? Maybe you should have, like grinded up some more levels. Well, no, because the thing is, is all the ones going up to that were not difficult. So you're kind of thinking, okay, this is the kind of the difficulty that I'm playing at here, and then suddenly, like the other ones, if you made like a couple of mistakes. Like during during like a tournament, it's fine. You could usually recover and it was all right. But with the final one, you really had to play it completely flawlessly. And if you and the way in the final like uh, in the final tournament, they also had like randomized weather as well, so that the like the winds go in different directions. So the trouble was is that you're trying to learn. You know, you can learn from your mistakes to a degree, but then because the weather changes each time, you can't sort of try things again. If you see what I mean. Yeah, you know, so easily. That, 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 that sounds like it, it needs to keep it interesting. If you're really well, frustrated, it will do nothing, I guess. But you know, it, it's it's the last the last course, the last championship. I expect it to be tough. Well, yeah, but you. But the thing is, it's just the way that it suddenly was difficult. Like if yeah. if the ones leading up to it had been, if they'd been a bit more of a difficulty curve, I could have accepted that. It would have been okay. But I just found it was it was 
really, really hard. I mean, I talked to David about it, and he was like, oh, he only he did it in like one or two goes or whatever, but I'm not very good at golf. I'm I'm not great at golf games at all, and I, I, I really struggle with it. I mean, I was looking up online, and like quite a lot of people were saying that they just gave up like when they got to this point because it was just... They found it too difficult. Oh, but, really? On that last course? But yeah, but I did, I did persevere, and in the end, I did do it. And but the thing, what was really annoying is that once I'd done it, I didn't feel a sense of achievement at all. I just felt relief that I never have to do that ever again. Like that was that, was, and it, it was the first time for a long time where I felt like I was really pushing myself to finish this game. You know, rather than like I could have just given up. But then it was. It's also one of those games where I think if I had have given up, it would still be gnawing at me of being like, you know, you're on the last bit. You can finish it. You just need to keep pushing at it. And I just couldn't. I, could, I mean, it was weird the other night, Matt. I was laying in bed and I was suddenly thinking about how I could, like, you know, like chip the ball better and everything. And then I just suddenly <laughs> thought to myself, I finished this game. I don't ever have to play it again. Stop worrying about this because I was getting worried like, about <laughs> That's it. Great. And it's, it's, you're still playing over key shots in your mind. Yeah. And it's, I mean, maybe that is, I mean, that is something which maybe you can say, yeah, that's, that is a hallmark of like a good game, you know, but yeah. it's maybe. And, and, and a good I, sports game, too, I think. But I don't know. I just I, I, it, it wound me up. I, I the last course in particular, I got really wound up playing it, and was just really relieved when it was over. And never, I never thought I want to go back to this again. I just felt relieved. So, um, so, so prior to that last hole, you, you, you were huge. You were loving it and thinking it was really, really good. No, I mean, no. prior to the last hole, I thought it was okay. I never at any point felt that I was really, really enjoying it at all. I mean, there's also like these sections where. You have basically like fetch quests where you're doing like a trading sort of thing, you know, where you pick something up from one area to take to another person. You give them that, then it unlocks something else, and you know, you know, like they have in Zelda, that same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah I know. But, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't find it very enjoyable. It's just I didn't find the side missions that enjoyable. Is it a, like the is yeah, it there, there are bits in it which are sort of which you could say are like funny, but not really. I don't. I didn't find it that funny. I thought it was all right. But oh, um, right. I know it's just a game I wouldn't. I'd find it hard to recommend it. I I didn't really enjoy it that much. It's just, but it did get into my brain, which is the frustrating thing about it. It did. I mean, I still think about it sometimes now. Just this idea of like, you know, how I could have done that one better, which is uh, it's just annoying. That sounds but, like a remarkable good game. Um, how long is the game in total? Uh, I think I played probably close to about seventeen, eighteen hours. I think. God. And it, Exactly. That's why I didn't want to give up, Matt, because I was just thinking, I, you see, I got to the final hole and the final hole, like the final, like uh, the final tournament took me about two or three hours to do. Whereas the other ones what? were all like, exactly. Because uh, I had to keep it doing 18 it. holes or what? No, no, it's it's nine holes because I kept having to do it over and over and over oh, again. Right, but because the last one, you, you've got to win to progress. Is that the deal? Yeah. And it's because, yeah, you, unless you can beat it, you can't, you can't finish it. And so, yeah, I just kept on trying it over and over and over again. And yeah, I probably two or three hours over the weekend, I spent just kept on trying it over and over again and it was it was annoying because the first time I tried it I got like just like plus one like on it and then after that though I could never even reach that and I was just like ending up lasting the time and everything I was just like oh Never going to do it. Especially if you've done like eight holes or seven holes and you make a mistake. And it, oh. Which happen very, very frequently. And yeah. there's there's so many times as well when you're like doing it and you're like, oh, this is bullshit. Like, you know, because of like weather effect or yeah, yeah, the way yeah. that it's like landed on the green and then just like ricocheted off miles away and just, oh, so annoying. I, mean, I, I still want to give it a go. If I see it cheap on, on the eShop, I still, but only because because I you know I, I like golf games. Uh, it looks nice, and obviously Dave and some others have talked about it highly. But seventeen hours, I just think this sounds like a perfect eight ten hour indie game, not That's a seventeen hour epic. 
I thought it was going to be like another sort of eight to ten sort of thing, but it's not. It's really long, and it's not just because I'm bad at golf. It's it's a long game. It's uh, yeah, and it, it did feel towards the end that it was really outstaying its welcome. Like I I was really done with it. It's a shame. Shame. Uh, what else have you been playing this week? Well, I've also been playing Fist of the North Star. Um, oh yeah, because and. It's weird because I'm not sure how I feel about this at the moment because I don't want to be like all really negative and everything because I'm I'm not negative no, no, about no, it. But of course not. My main complaint with the game at the moment so far is that obviously you know this is like a Yakuza team game, yeah, and it just it feels too much like a Yakuza game to me. Is the problem? Whoa, like whoa, the what, what, what do you mean? I've, well, okay, you love the, all that anyway. So well, I do, but I love it in the Yakuza universe. Whereas with this, it's like the UI, the game mechanics, everything is pretty like not identical because there are some sim- uh, some differences but it's really it, it doesn't what what i mean by this is it doesn't feel like it's its own thing it feels more like it's kind of like an offshoot game like from like it's Ephesus just playing or playing off the source material too much yeah well it's i mean do you know anything about fist of the north star like do you, I know do you nothing know? about it okay because this is like a it's an anime and like manga from like the eighties, and it was really good. And I mean, I watched all of that when I was when I was younger, and it's it's, it's fantastic. I mean, it's about this guy. It's like post apocalyptic. Like it's a bit like sort of Mad Max kind of like um, world, you know, where okay. there's been like nuclear war and everything, and it's everyone sort of scrabbling around for resources and stuff. And there's this one guy called Kenshiro who you play as, who's like he's uh, yeah, he's got he knows hot toshinken, which is like this um like martial art where he can just like touch parts of your body and like make you explode and stuff, you know. Oh, okay. uh, which is which is that's um that's a real shame. <laughs> he can um, do massage as well, but yeah, it's it's a bit different. Nah, I'm, I'm, no, I can't. I'm busy. Okay, right. So, but, but so, so you obviously love you love Swords and Two and this guy, but it doesn't touch upon the things that made the manga or the anime so good. I think it's just because, like I said, it feels. Uh, it's really difficult to so explain. What, what, because what other game is it? Is it? Is it? It's a beam up, isn't it? Not well, no, because well, it's a, it's, it's not open. Well, it's kind of open world, I guess you could say, and it is, you know, with like heavy sort of like fighting as well. Like you're, you're sort of running around, sort of like fighting stuff as well. So it's like but freedom force. No, 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 not like that at all. No, oh, okay. it's, it's, it's open world in the sense that you, you know, you walk around, go from, you know, place to place, talk with people, pick up missions, and then like you'll like run into people, and then it will start like random battles and stuff like that, and. Um, one of the reasons why I f- I'm finding it really difficult to see this on its own as being something separate from Yakuza is because it's like the actor that they've used for Kenshiro is the same as for Kiryu. Like, it's the same voice actor. Oh, and so, okay. so when I hear him, I just keep thinking Kiryu, you know, from, like, so from Yakuza. So it's the same voice actor and he's, he's using the exact same voice. Exactly the same. And That's so, weird. So it? it's, it's, well, exactly, because it feels a bit, like off-putting, like in a sense, because it's like that's the voice that I associate. Yeah, if you with that. play like six or seven games, I forget how many there are now because there's one out every week. But six, yeah. is there six games or well, six plus zero? I don't know. Whatever. There's, there's yes, but seven. There's seven games, that, but, yeah. and with that same voice actor. Yeah, yeah. You like for example, that's gonna be you know instantly. Oh, that's that's Kiryu. And it's and, weird that they ever use this, who's a different character in the same universe. And well, no, no, it's, it's not the same universe. It's, it's just completely the same different. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's just the but it's just odd because. Yeah, you do sort of like he's good. Like it, it the voice. You see, what's this is what's really annoying because the voice fits like Kenshiro like really well, but it's still just like I can't get away from that association of it being like Kiryu, which mm. then kind of like makes it feel like this is like Yakuza cosplay. If you see what I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's I know like, what you mean. But and it's just, I mean, 
it's it's more. I mean, this this version this is definitely more combat heavy. It's more combat heavy than like Yakuza and the. I mean, I need to spend more time with it so that I can get sort of more immersed in the story and I can get more like the combat skills as well because the way that that um, Kenshiro fights is quite different to uh, to Kiryu and he you know he has all like the pressure points and stuff like that and you know you can make people's head explode and stuff like that which is which is pretty cool but I don't know I just I just wish that they differentiated it a bit more from the like from the way that Yakuza works out like the the just the game mechanics is exactly the same and just like the way that you pick up stories and like missions and stuff like that which is which is really good because I mean I, I like Yakuza but it just feels like I just wish they'd gone a bit more in a different direction. Well, especially if you've played, you know, um, tons of Yakuza games recently, and exactly. now they've got this, and then pretty soon they'll release another one, and you'll be like, okay, back on the grind. But that that's the problem, because this feels... Maybe it's because I've just played... I mean, I've played so many of these like games like back-to-back, and I do really like them, but it's still... I need I need a bit more variation really here like with this but maybe that is going to come because I really have only spent like very little time with this so far I mean I've, I'm only up to like chapter 3 at the moment I don't know how many chapters there are but I'm sure there's probably about the same as on a Yakuza game like maybe 17 or but so yeah, is it exciting at least or interesting the fact that you, you know of the you know of the manga or is it, is it manga or anime or both it's both yeah, okay, yeah uh, but, but is it not exciting the fact that you know the, the source material and you like that is it cool seeing some characters you remember from back oh, in the day? Oh, definitely, or? yeah. And it's got like all the like similar sounds and stuff like that as well. But it hasn't. One of the things that I keep finding myself missing is it hasn't got like the cheesy eighties like anime music that like would be that like it's one of the things that I always associate with with the anime was like the music because it's like not mm. great but it's like really like perfect for what it was and it's like yeah. when I'm playing the game and like fighting I can hear it in my head and it's just like oh, I'm kind of so missing this. So they haven't this. used that that melody or anything at all in this no. game. No, 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 oh, which like is completely understandable. Especially I mean, I'll send you some... Yeah, but I guess for fans of the original, if you feel like they would have put that in somewhere. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, it's... I mean, it's good. It's a really solidly... Like, it's a really solid game, obviously. It's just that I need to spend a lot more time with it to see what differentiates it and what, uh, you know, how I can sort of you know, get more into it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, and uh, you're playing Pool Panic again. Yeah, this is the last game I've been playing this this like over this last week, and this is a game that I found that I'd like really badly misjudged actually, <laughs> as it goes. Because I remember when I talked about it um, when it came out, I, I mean I don't think I wasn't really negative about it, but I felt kind of kind of felt sort of a bit of indifferent I mean, about you, it. But... You were pretty negative about the music. Yeah, that's uh, true. Was it animation and as well? So first of all. After playing it all weekends, I can say that the music is not bad at all. And it's actually, not bad, okay. it's no, it's actually really great. After you get like further into it, it gets very good. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's significantly better. But <laughs> you changed your tune. Has someone yeah, contacted you on Twitter? Like, no, 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 you, I, like I, seriously. It's it, see, and this is why I really feel it's important to spend like a lot more time with games before you make any judgments on them because it it's it's significantly better than I thought it was. Mostly because there's real creativity in this game, like between the courses and it's, which is what's kept me like really sort of like plugging away. I mean, there's this brilliant one that I played earlier, like today where you're, you're like the cue ball and you're abseiling down like a cliff. And at the same time, you're trying to knock another like ball into like the pocket at the bottom by, but then there's like these latches that you have to sort of, um, you know, sort of knock yourself onto, and the other one, so that it goes further down. It's really difficult to explain. Yeah, but, yeah. but I, I, I've seen the animation style, and I, I know there's lots of crazy sort of uh, types of gameplay within it, where you're a cue ball or various balls hitting other balls, and so on and so forth. 
But it's just, I mean, what I'm enjoying about it is, after Golf Story, this feels much more enjoyable, in a sense. Because even though it's, I mean, it's got that sort of, like, wacky like art style, which I'm not generally a massive fan of, but because it feels so creative, like some of these levels, that... It, that's you know that it's okay and it, it just feels right uh, for this. I mean, I'm I'm not good at it. I'm really really not very good at it. But I also like the fact that it feels like I can still progress without having to sort of like nail everything all the time. Yeah. And, um, okay. Which so you're is, seeing, you can still get through without sort of perfecting each level. Yeah. And I really like that. I mean, you can obviously you can try and go for golds on everything, but I'm I'm there's no way I'm ever going to be achieve be able to achieve that. But I am just enjoying figuring out each puzzle. Uh, is the thing. I mean, yeah, it's. I know. It, I mean, the only thing that I still feel about it, though, is that it does feel a bit confusing sometimes as to what you're trying to achieve. Um, oh, really? Like how you un- yeah, what well, it's how how you unlock like extra like extra courses and stuff is a bit um, obscure from time to time. But so it is, I mean, for having not played it, but is it not one of those things where if, yeah, it basically collects the amount of like gold, and if you like, if you get gold and you get like enough, and if you basically is it are some like un- unlocked based on the amount of golds and silvers you collect over the levels you've done. I think so, but you also get the like just for completing a course, you get like extra, like you get like these, um, like basically this count goes down, and so so far I'm up to about fifty four, which means that I've I've got fifty four more levels to clear. You see, so you okay. can just try and clear all the levels, or you can also try and unlock everything else. But as I said, that's that's not going to happen for me. But it's I'm just enjoying being in in it because it's um yeah it's good. It's definitely worth playing. Yeah, so, so you're playing on Switch, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm playing the Switch version. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it, it looks good, but there's 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 just too much out there. It's too much out yeah. there. I don't know. I think I think David would probably like it. I think he'd probably. I think I. I mean, I would recommend it to him. I'm hoping he's going to pick it up maybe you know before the end of the year or something. Because yeah, it's. I mean, it's not. It's not game of the year, but it's it is very fun diversion. I think. Yeah, oh, nice one. Um, well, I've been playing. I've actually, I guess, been playing a few games. I'm playing more Forza, of course. Still massively enjoying that, plugging away, doing bits here and there. Uh, even though there's tons to do in that game, I, I, st- I still just find it really rewarding. Even if you play it for like you know 15 or 20 minutes, you can still do a couple of races. And it's, I, like I said, like we said on previous weeks, it's just a nice game to to play. It feels like a, like a bit of a palate cleanser. If yeah. I played some Black Ops Four and stuff, just putting on 10 minutes of Forza afterwards, or you know, before or, or or if I'm going from work, if I get like ten minutes, it's it's nice to to put on. Are you are you haven't played that yet? Have you? You haven't? No, I've only, I've only I've, played. I, I, I reckon you and your mates are playing Friday. I reckon if you are Game Pass, I reckon you'd love playing apps together because you can do good multiplayer stuff in that, in that game. Yeah, uh, mm, I don't know. I you, you mean you mean sorry because you you cut out a second ago. Oh, so yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, with. with um, uh, the, the guys you play yeah, games every Friday with, I reckon you'd, I reckon you'd get a lot out of Forza Horizon Four. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but they hate racing games, so. Okay. <laughs> that's the did did, did you manage to get them into Fortnite at all? Uh, no, we we. I mean, I didn't play last weekend because I had some things I had to do. But it's um, I don't know. I I what put me off is what you were saying about with the base building and things like that because that just sounds like another layer of complication. And I'm also getting tired of reading those news stories where somebody says. Like this kid has dropped out of school because he's earning five hundred thousand pounds a week, like playing Fortnite. I it's five hundred uh, grand a month, and that's yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, I, 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 it, it's still worth giving a go. I think. Yeah, I mean, the, the building when he gets the last, the last, you know, ten or so, you, you see loads of structures being built. But you know, that's just a, that's the something else you can learn to learn to do. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like okay, those guys are building, we can't. Like, it's just learn it 
I mean, it, it takes a lot to get as good as the guys who are really amazingly good at it, of course. And I played tons of hours, and I, I'm nowhere near. But um, yeah, it, it, I think it's I think it's it's, it's got a unique hook that with using that building stuff, and you can have some really incredible moments based off it. Um, you should give it a go, and it's free, so why not? See, the the game that I think we would really like to play is the one you've been playing, which is Black Ops Four. Because yes. I mean, this seems to be doing really well. Like uh, yeah. people seem to be really very excited about this one of the weird things about this is i was looking like just on the on the app store the other day and like the top one of the top like search terms for like the ios app store is black ops 4 and it's like <laughs> I bet, that i bet it is it's like yeah you're not you're not going to get that like <laughs> at least not yet anyway and, no, uh, yeah, and i guess one of the things people are loving it and i'm saying loving about black ops 4 is that we've had things like PUBG, you know which did us all like quite a lot of matches 40 minutes or so lots of tension we've had Fortnite, which were shorter matches and much more arcadey and now we've got black ops 4 uh, battle royale uh, in in the form of blackout um and it feels like it's sort of crystallized what made those games so good it's it, it's got what feels like a perfect perfect game length you can get in and out of games really quickly the shooting is way better than either one of them because the shooter model in 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 pubg and also Fortnite. yeah no, 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 Neither of them are great, frankly, but Black Ops mm-hmm. Four, it you know, if it, it feels like a Call of Duty game, so the guns feel fantastic. You know, it, it like it, it's got it's got. I mean, you know, Call of Duty for all the all the times people slag it off and stuff. Like the, the shooting in Black in in Call of Duty games has always been brilliant. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, the gunplay has always been fantastic. Yeah, it's, it feels so good. Like, it, it, even like, but other things such as you know, like just how the guns look, how they react. You know, like the 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 the, the modeling, the uh, the sounds and whatnot. It, it's all really satisfying. So it, it, it sort of um, uh, uh, combat simulator, I guess you call it. It's, it's just mm-hmm. super, super satisfying. And so Black Ops Four's got that, but also uh, sort of refining what what's made battle royale games good in the past, and and with other games we've got such as Pub and uh, and Fortnite. And yeah, it just puts in like a really, really nice package. I guess the only issue with it is it's like fifty quid, whereas obviously yeah. PUBG's like twenty and Fortnite's uh, free. That that would be the only thing that's sort of a bit of a barrier, but it hasn't stopped, yeah, millions of people buying it. And uh, yeah, I've been absolutely See, loving it this week. I haven't played as much as I'd like, uh, but I, I played a bit over the weekend uh, and and the back end of last week. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just immense fun. So has it got has it got like vehicles and stuff in it? Or it has, yeah, the... yeah. So it, it it's it's got sort of uh, flatbed trucks and it's got like little like quad bikes and stuff. So quad bikes you can get like one other person in. You can get a huge truck and one person drives. There's a passenger and then other people can sit in the back. There's also helicopters. Helicopters don't have uh, any guns on them, uh, but there. So you, but you can pick up another three people and sort of transport transport yourselves to a different area. Can they uh, be shot down? Uh, yeah, you like- they can be shot down. Yeah, yeah, you can shoot them down with, with regular weapons uh, as well. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and I, it, it's really it's a simple thing, but and it's necessary given that it's like a battle royale game. But because you couldn't have someone in the air or in, in, a, in a helicopter firing down, you know, mm-hmm. with, with like a gun mounted weapon. But obviously, if you're riding in a helicopter, you can shoot from the windows. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, okay. or you can shoot from hanging outside. So, but it, it's just it's just brilliant to you know to to do that. To, yeah, to fly over people and to transport yourselves to a different location. I mean, the, the helicopters aren't super strong, so they're not saying you can just hover over the entire like map and just rain down terror from up above. They're really mostly used to get out of skirmishes or or get across a map if you need to get somewhere where can maybe you, um, more in the in the area we shouldn't be. Can you drop grenades like out of that? Uh, I, I assume so. I haven't actually tried that myself because I'm uh, just thinking. You know, you could like fly across. You know. 
and then just yeah, like yeah. drop drop but grenades I, I, down. I, because they made like the helicopters not particularly strong, and they can be taken out with regular weapons. Mm. It, it's yeah, it's not something you're going to be spending most of the game in. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's got vehicles. Uh, the the map um, we've covered this in previous weeks, but the map is it's got loads of different parts of the map which are from other Black Ops and other other Call of Duty games. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's like Nuke Town in there. There's like uh, Array or Array as we call it, and that's from Black Ops Three, I think. And there's like other parts from other multiplayer maps and also single player bits. I think uh, there's there's uh, some bits of the map like the asylum and some other areas where the zombies appear. Um, so if you kill those zombies, there's like a decent bit of loot. But obviously, to get to the loot, you got to kill the zombies. Uh, but that's like another interesting thing that can happen when you're maybe going through an area, going through a particular graveyard to get to 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 get to where you need to get to, or to find some team to kill. And suddenly, there's like you're also fighting zombies, uh, which I think mm-hmm. is, is interesting. We've, we've had some good moments like that so as well. With the with the map size, is it kind of like in between like PUBG and Fortnite? Is you know, in terms uh, of size, yeah. Well, well it, so it's definitely, definitely, definitely smaller than PUBG. Uh, although, obviously, <laughs> since uh, PUBG first came out, there are smaller maps. But uh, yeah, and I would say it's probably smaller also than than Fortnite. You can for, from the initial drop from the uh, for, from the huge like, helicopter, you can get to any part of the map, and you can also get mm-hmm. to any part of the map really, really quickly. Uh, there's our techniques where you basically like. Um, you basically you know, go down as, as straight as possible, then you pull up and you can use that speed to get to places really, really quickly to beat other people to a certain location. So yeah, so so the map is a massive. Uh, you can get to it any from any. You can get to any area from the drop, and even traversing it with the vehicles on offer, it doesn't take that long either. And fundamentally, it feels great to play. And if you get killed uh, and you have to start again, it, it's really quick to go back into it. We've also been playing some standard multiplayer this week as well, um, which is still sort of as frenetic and as manic as, as every other COD game is, but it's still got that thing that makes it feel really, really good. And I, I, I was heavily, like, stupidly like, addicted to Modern Warfare 2 and even like hearing some of the same sounds and playing mm. some of the same modes and stuff. It like, sort of brings me back to Modern Warfare 2. But yeah, I've had a lot so, of fun even just playing that the standard non uh, blackout uh, modes. I was thinking about this the other day. I was if like they were really going to push this as being like you know Call of Duty becomes like multiplayer only like games as games as a service kind of thing. Like how good would it be if you could have like Call of Duty whereby like they've obviously got all their different sort of like not universes but their different like eras that they have it in. Like imagine if they did this like like the blackout mode and everything, but for like there's a World War Two version and then you you can like you know you do like on rotation or something. There's like World War Two one. There's like you know the modern warfare version and stuff like that. But yeah, still, that would be you know, using. I mean, it'd be it'd be so good if they did something like that. It's, yeah, it'd be yeah, really that. interesting just to see see what what that's like. I mean, obviously, Battlefield is going to be World War. Is that World War Two? It's World War Two, yeah. Yeah, so and that's obviously. I'm really excited to see what that is going to be like um, mm. when that comes out. Or I think it's yeah. I, I guess it's in November, isn't it? Because I, I I read today. I think it's public knowledge anyway. But the fact that there's no there's not going to be any solos or duos in in Battlefield. It's just going to be. Uh, squads. So if you play on your really? own, you, you join okay. a squad, uh, and it's I think it's up to sixty-four players, so not hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I I can't wait to see what it's like. So obviously, historically, battlefields always done, all, always had large-scale maps, mm-hmm. um, and so on and so forth. So yeah, I can't wait to see what it's like because people loving Black Ops Four so much right now. I I'm, I, I I'm sort of worried for what that battlefields could be like. I could see it sort of drop off a cliff if, unless it's amazing. 
But it's weird because I mean I've I've read quite a few sort of articles of people saying things like you know I was done with Call of Duty and now I feel like this has brought me right back in again and I'm I'm loving it again. And oh it's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, that's know how I feel. I mean I'm I'm played or bought a Call of Duty game for uh, probably since Ghosts and and that was terrible. Um, the one mm-hmm. that came to it was like PS3 and PS4. Yeah, the last multiplayer I was mega into what what was Modern Warfare Two. I don't think I even bothered after that actually. But uh, yeah, no, the, 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 this this it's just such an immensely fun game. Uh, I've I found it a little bit buggy. I've had like, but I wasn't sure if it was my Xbox or, or the game. But I have like, I, I can go to like a party and it wouldn't be exist anymore, or will, mm-hmm. or what I'd like, I, I would get loaded back after the game and everyone else would be in a party and I wouldn't be and so on and so forth. And but yeah, apart from that, it's been uh, it's been great and I'm, I'm going to continue playing it. Uh, I guess. Well, I guess we'll see what happens when Red Dead comes out. But the main it- game I'm playing this week is Mark of the Ninja Remastered. I'm playing on Switch. It's on. To all other platforms actually this is like the original what well, it came out originally on 360 i think in 2012 yeah um, i'm sure this was one of those like summer you know, games yeah games of arcade kind of yeah. and even yeah. back then people were saying oh, this is an amazing game uh and i think one of the guys who worked on this when they went on he, he, i think he now well, he now works for Valve, but he worked on worked for campo santo on mm-hmm. on firewatch um but yeah mark and ninja is a 2d uh, stealth game. You play this guy who has all these uh, these tattoos, hence Mark the Ninja, and uh, basically these tattoos are starting to make him sort of give uh, ha- have other powers and sense things like the sound of footsteps, and so on and so forth. Uh, the story is pretty simplistic. Basically, you're trying to sort of defend your clan uh, of ninjas, and then there's like a bad guy, and so on and so forth. So story wise, pretty simplistic, but the gameplay itself is is really, really, really incredibly well designed. So uh it's uh it's a stealth game so you can go up and you can obviously like sneak behind sneak behind enemies to kill uh and uh, you, you basically get behind them and then, and then there's like a i wouldn't say qt but basically there's like a there's a button prompt on screen uh, it's basically on, on switch you should press y and then it could be up or down or left or right to, to do like a, a stealth kill if you do a stealth kill perfectly that it's absolutely silent there's no sound generated from that and you can drag that body in and put it elsewhere if you like don't quite hear the button combination right if it says right and why and you press down then you do i can't remember what the actual words are they use but basically you do like a a, 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 a sloppy kill essentially like a kill mm-hmm. it wasn't quite as wasn't quite as stealthy as it could have been and that generates noise and other guards and stuff nearby can 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 find out where you are from that how okay how important is stealth i know the whole point of this is stealth but like can you get through it by being a bit loud? If you, sort of um, yeah, you, you can, um, but, but because you, you can always just run away. In fact, like sound-wise, it, it's, it's got really fantastic sound. But when you are when you're suddenly being like detected, and and if you're seen by someone, there's like a ten-second countdown, a bit like Metal Gear Solid. I, I swear, like that, it's the same. It's a very very similar melody for when you get killed, because I've been mm-hmm. having like the do 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 in my head the whole time, and like I'm not playing Metal Gear Solid, I'm playing this game. But so there's something very very similar about it. But yeah, if you get seen, you have like a ten second counter, um, and you you can hide in 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 a vent or in a sewer or or, or wherever you are, really you can hide out of the view. What's really good is that all like this sort of field of view is 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 always all visualized you can see like the vision cone and if you say make a noise uh this like big this this uh this circle appears around your body so you can see how much or you can see where that circle is going to hit to denote you know uh, how much sound you're making and if like another enemy is in that circle they're going to hear you basically 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you, you can run away, and not, if like someone hears a sound, but they don't know where you are, they'll look around, and they'll be they'll be on alert, as it were. But you can just you can hide and wait for the counter to tick down. Uh, there are some more much more tricky sections later on, where basically you've got very very little space to actually run away, and with enemies that have like huge huge like sensors, so that they can hear you hear you making noise from you know, from a long way away. Uh, your, your, your sort of default sort of moving movement mechanic doesn't make any noise but you can hold down the button to run and then if you do that the, the amount of sound you generate is, is much much larger uh, but what's cool about this game is that you can basically get through the entire game without killing anyone you can do the whole thing uh, w- without without killing just like Hideo mm-hmm. Kojima said you could do with a with a previous Metal Gear game um, how I mean how difficult is it is it I mean have you found it a struggle to get through or is uh, it I mean uh I didn't find a struggle mostly because I was happy to kill everyone. I think if you wanted to do, if you wanted to go through without killing anyone, it would be much more difficult. Although there are, with every opportunity you see, there is a way to do it non, you know, non-lethally and lethally. And other other points where it's maybe you feel like, well, surely I can only kill here. It's just a case of looking around, uh, looking around the environment, maybe waiting for like a searchlight to to to. To, to look around the map because the, 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 there's tons of areas in the map where you're in actually complete darkness except for maybe a light which you can knock out if you don't want enemies to see you uh, but maybe that light might turn around or you can move that light around and maybe that will shine on the grid uh, sorry, not on the grid on like a on a uh, on like a sewer entrance um, mm-hmm. or something yeah to, to sneak, sneak around them so there's there's lots of ways of use, utilizing the environment not just okay well there's enemies here I should probably kill them but actually there, there will all there will always be another alternative route to, to, to sort of get around uh, I, I, d- I did find it a little bit difficult towards the end um, only because I was trying to complete this all like task switch to get in each level so within each level there are three uh, seals uh, they're called but basically they're essentially like three mini missions or you know, sort of three submissions or three challenges you can do one of which mm-hmm. might be like um get uh, you can throw a thing basically into an enemies that make them go crazy and, and they might shoot another enemy one challenge might be like do that twice or one enemy one task might be to like knock out 20 lights so on and so forth and there's three of these in each level uh with each one you do plus how many enemies you kill how many times you're seen or not seen uh you get points at the end and uh you can ultimately earn these this this currency and with a currency you can buy new abilities such as like you can buy a cardboard box to hide in and no one sees you you can get this ability where you basically throw these these rats essentially enemies and they can eat them and then they're, they're dead straight away you can like buy these different like noise generators which you can throw which obviously distract enemies and gives you like a, a safe path to 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 get to the exit, but yeah, it, it it's really really immense fun. It's only, only took me like eight hours or so, mm-hmm. um, and I'm really really glad I paid it because uh, this is the remastered version. So this has got new game plus, and you can do, you, and with that, it turns off all the uh, sort of visual cues to show you how loud you're being, and uh, and enemies can sneak up behind you much more easily. Uh, so I, I might go around again. I mean, it's it, it, you can. There's just such a quality to the way this is designed. With every everything you do, there's an alternative to get yourself out of it, and it's it's really cool. Like uh, combining a lot of the abilities and techniques you've got when you um you have this like uh wheel on your on on your on the L on the ZL. A button which we can basically hold down ZL and then that, that you can bring up one of your four uh, uh, abilities. And when you do that, you basically go into a bullet time mode. So you can jump in the air, you can maybe like throw something to distract 
uh, you can like, distract enemies and then you press ZL again and you're still stuck in midair and then you can find your darts and then use that dart to like take out lights and when you're shooting lights you can take out as many as you can see so mm-hmm. you can have like really cool moments where you like f- throw one thing distract enemies then shoot all the lights out you land enemies are confused you can take them out in the darkness it, it's got loads of it, it, with the sort of abilities and the, the sort of tool set at your disposal you can create these really cool, cool like cinematic moments where you're trying to do everything in one go about even hitting the floor uh, so on and so forth um, I will say so it just tr- feels like incredibly satisfying yeah? oh yeah absolutely yeah I mean all that feels incredibly satisfying but I, I, the controls themselves sometimes I felt that they felt a bit a bit weird like um, even say if you're holding on to a, uh, a a box which might be moving or even if it's static you basically jump up to it by pressing B to, to jump but then to like get around it you don't just press down and maybe like and then right and then up and down to sort of like so, to circumnavigate this box you've got you got to like wait for this button prompt and then press B and then press like it's like I found like sometimes and, and there are some really tricky bits towards the end where you're sort of navigating around lasers and you have to hold on to a moving box and that boomer box might be going through like a laser field, so you have to go below it, above it, above it, below it, and it can get quite tricky in points. And I died, I think, I think seventy-five percent of my deaths in those situation, in those scenarios were because I didn't press the right button quickly enough. I mean, that's probably mm-hmm. down to me. I'm, I'm not great at these games, but uh, yeah, there was points I'm like, I'll don't, don't start doing like Celeste-style platforming with this control set because it's just not going to work. Uh, those sections didn't last that long, thankfully. Um, but yeah, I, I would probably recommend it. And in fact, actually, if you own it on 360, um, basically, if you only, I'm reading it here from a tweet, but if you own the original 360 and Steam, it's only like, if things says $5, it's probably like a 5 to upgrade to the remastered version. But if you, back in the day, if you bought the game and the DLC, uh, the remastered version is actually free for you, um, which is pretty yeah, cool. Didn't, yeah. didn't the same sort of thing happen with Bastion, I think? I can't remember. They did that where it was like, if you had the 360 version and the Xbox One version, you got... Yeah, I, I don't remember Bastion, but I don't think this is the first first thing to do, first game to do it. But I think yeah. it's really cool. So if you basically bought the game in a DLC years ago, you, know, you get a nice little upgrade. The remastered version has new game plus. Um, it's got uh, it's got a DLC included. It's got it's got comment. It's got commentary which you can listen to as you play the game. It's 4K on obviously on like uh, Xbox and I presume it's out on PlayStation, but definitely on Xbox. Uh, obviously Xbox One X. It's 4K. It's got like uh, remastered. Uh, sound remastered visuals because uh, the story is told not through the gameplay but actually through these uh the, these nice little animated cutscenes uh in between um in between the actual in, in between the actual gameplay and they're really really nicely done even on switch they, they look really nice but i reckon i reckon on 4k on xbox or ps3 mm-hmm. or ps4 i reckon they look absolutely amazing but yeah i'd, I'd probably recommend it i i, I reckon i reckon you, you and sean and probably dave would love it too and the fact it's only hours long it's like a it's, yeah, it's a, it's a really classy game. I'll say. I'm definitely interested. It's just I haven't got any money at the moment, so it's like eighteen quid. Yeah, <laughs> so it might be one of those games that you might have bought on. Um, you might have bought it on three sixty, or have you definitely not? No, definitely not. No, because no, I think I would have played it because it does. It does look like the sort of thing I'd like to play. Yeah. Just, uh, at one point, I was like, "Wow, is it going like Metroidvania style?" Because I got like an ability and went back to another area but it's not really like that it's, it's very much like sort of a standard sort of you know a, 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 yeah, a 2d game where you sort of navigate in the environment but there isn't a lot mm-hmm. or much really and of, of having to go back on yourself but yeah if you're into stealth um and just incredibly well designed games i'd probably recommend, recommend this it's a mm-hmm. yeah it's a br- brilliant brilliant stealth game and and just i'd just probably recommend it entirely 
Yeah, that's good. Cool. Good old game. Uh, that's it. I mean, I'm basically sort of just in pre, pre-Red Dead mode now. Yeah, well, that's the same for me, although I need to... I'm going to heavily get into Fist of the North Star. You know, when we're done with this, I'm going to play more of that because I know, I know I'm going to like it. It's just I need more time with it. But there's yeah. that, and then also I'm, I'm close to the end of the journey now as well for, for FIFA. As if you're still playing that. Hang on. I know. I, 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 so I don't play any of these, but I thought the journey was like a eight-hour game. No, it's <laughs> it's it's excessive. <laughs> Let's just say in length, and it's yeah, I'm, it's Matt. It's making me not like football. Is oh is god, the, it's, it's the problem with Sean's it. Sean's gonna have an amazing time then. Yeah, he's he's definitely he's definitely how, gonna so love how it. How long it's, how long is the journey? How long have you well, been playing it? It's kind of supposed to be like a standard FIFA season in length, like in career mode or whatever. But the trouble is, is also there's all the um, the training sessions. But <laughs> what you the, don't the, the, uh, the, the mini games or are they training matches now? Well, no, they're, they're mini games. Although you do have training matches as well, and it's one of those things where you don't have to do them. It's true, but if you skip them, then you'll have bad stats, and also you might not get picked for the team. And there's all sorts of ramifications of that. But also, I mean, the main complaint that I've had with this, that I really feel with this one in particular, is that this has always been sold as being like you know like a narrative kind of adventure, like within FIFA. Yeah. But it's not really like you. The, the amount of like cutscenes are, are very you know the amount of decision making you have is tiny like it doesn't really you I mean I've made about five decisions throughout the whole thing so far which you know that's hardly like telltale level if you sort of mean of yeah. like um of what you're doing and it's just it's just a bit repetitive and you because you don't have as much control over it I mean the thing with FIFA that I love is playing career mode I mean I love playing that you know like customising my team like buying players and all that kind of thing and you don't get any of that in the journey because it's just you're just focusing on your players you know like and it's it's kind of yeah it's just just not as entertaining really but I know Sean's gonna have a great time with it I'm sure he's gonna love it it sounds like it yeah, I'm, especially. I, I, I'm so surprised. I totally thought I was like, oh, here's like a quick sort of like choose your own no, adventure, no, no. QTE, well, Telltale style game. Because the thing is about it is that you'd be <clears> thinking, because it's kind of designed clearly to work as almost like a tutorial. But imagine a tutorial that lasts about 20 or 30 hours. You know, it's like that's where you're at with this. It's, um, yeah, it's not, it's, I don't think it's that great it's it's not a great conclusion to the i mean this is the third season the first two seasons i, I did quite enjoy playing but this one yeah I've, I've not really it it started so well and then it just went off the wall oh man i, I can't even feel still playing it see I, you're gonna try and get that done before red dead i presume yeah yeah I'm, I, I, I'm very close to the end now i think i'm close to like obviously you know finals of things and everything yeah yeah, and then, yeah. Then, I'm, then i can just get stuck into career mode because uh, that, that'll be my thing for the next you know for the next year <laughs> So, uh, yeah. I saw I got an email a couple of days ago saying that they're, that's like thirty percent off currently on Xbox. Really? Okay. Yeah. Didn't Which, know that. Uh, that, yeah. That, that doesn't bode well, does it? No, no, I'm not going to buy it again. It's um, well. you know, I'm <laughs> sure it's, it's it's. I think FIFA 19's done like it's it's been the sales of it have been like highest of any FIFA ever. Sort okay, of thing. right. It's, yeah, I, it's, I, I I I guess maybe they're doing that now because they know people go drop off Red Dead, so maybe, maybe doing yeah. sales like it's oh, you might as well play FIFA. You bought it. But I do, I do wonder what they're going to do next year. Like whether they're going to do like a new because this is like the last season for this character. I'm not sure if they're going to continue or. or yeah, I wonder because you, know. you don't really hear many people talk about it. But I don't know. But but then the, the, everyone said, "Oh, we really want a career thing" because they were so good in NBA 2K. But yeah, I maybe mean, they were shorter in NBA 2K. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd like it if it was just executed in a in a better way. It's just, I mean, I really felt that the execution in the first. 
Um, in I think it was it must have been in FIFA 17 was better than this. Like, I really oh, think really? so. Well, yeah, well, because there's more football or more decision making. No, there or... was there was more decision making, but it was also it felt tighter and like sort of shorter because also it was only focusing on one character. Whereas in this one, you've got three players that you can like that you're going through with, which makes it feel even longer. Which well, uh, I, I can't wait for Sean's stream when that starts. Yeah, he's he's going to love it. I mean, I'm as I said, I'm looking forward to the moment when he realizes exactly how long this is going to take him. And that it's gonna it's gonna be quite funny. The it's, good thing uh, yeah. is he won't listen to the show, so yeah. Uh, and as long as no one tweets him, I think we're yeah. we're, we're looking in the clear. Speaking of streaming, so um, I mean I tweeted about us already, but uh, last week I was like, oh, Bloodborne's really cheap on on PlayStation Store. It's like fifteen quid for the game of the year version with a DLC, a tenner for the game with its own. I was like, oh man, I get it. I do sort of fancy it, and I know loads of people rave about it. And Danny O'Dwyer put out a great like. I think it's only like a 10 or 15 minute video on his Noclip channel about why he loves Bloodborne so much. And I was like, oh God, that really does get me in the mood. And then I spoke to you about it. I was like, I might get Bloodborne, you know, it might be cool for him to play. And you're like, I think you've already got it, Matt. And uh, lo and behold, I did already have it on PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, so I, I, I'm definitely going to be streaming Bloodborne uh, in the next month or so. I'll probably wait until the Red Dead excitement has died down somewhat. So it probably won't start till say like mid uh, till late November, early December. Mm-hmm. But I, I cannot wait for that. And that that the feeling of being excited for that is in sharp contrast. Can't start sharp contrast to how I felt before my Dark Souls stream, where I was like, I was shitting it, and I really didn't want to do it, and I was being feeling overwhelmed by it. But yeah, I can't wait to to play that game and to stream again. Uh, did you play any Bloodborne? No, I, I mean, obviously I own it as well, but I've not really touched it. And um, I don't know, I, I feel like I need to sort of psych myself up to play those games. And I've still got Dark Souls 2 I need to get through as well, which, I don't know, I I, I will go back to it at some point. It's just, it's not going to happen at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of a bit tempted by the Switch version of Dark Souls, like to play through yeah. that again. But I don't know, I just feel like I kind of, I was done with that. And I don't really feel like I need to sort of like get back into it again. It's, uh, yeah. It's probably not going to happen, but we we should go back to streaming again soon because we need to do Portal. Yeah, we we do we do we we should probably do one this week or try and try and find time this week. Yeah, I think I mean, yeah, we should probably save this for off air. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> for when we're, we're going to do it, but yeah, yeah, we should we should finish it this week, I think, or at least make some progress with it. Definitely. Well, okay, but if you want, to just follow us at Computer Camp on Twitter to find out when we're going to stream. But I mean, I reckon what Wednesday or Thursday. Are you good for those days? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Maybe Thursday would be good. Okay, well, let, let, let's say, should we say now? Should we say Thursday? Go on, then, let's say okay, Thursday. Okay, we're going to do Thursday at 9. We're going to do a portal stream. That's agreed now. Yeah. So, that's if you listen to this on a Wednesday, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. Is 9 o'clock too late? Is that fine? That's all right. 9, 9 o'clock on twitch.tv slash the computer game show. Uh, hopefully, Dave won't be streaming Shenmue. If he is, we'll kick him off. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this Thursday we'll do a no, we'll continue our portal stream. James and I started streaming portal when we're doing our Kickstarter, and we're what we'd like we're seven or eight like sort of puzzled chambers in, and uh, yeah, we're yeah, really we, enjoying we, it. But we just stopped because yeah. other things happened. But yeah, we'll continue portal portal two, isn't it? Yeah, it's portal two. Yeah. Portal two Thursday nine p.m. Anyway, that's what we've been playing. It is. Should we get onto emails? Okay. I'll tell you what, I'll do the emails and you can do the tweets. Okay, that sounds fair. Okay, so the first email is from uh, Barney Sparkles. Oh, by the way, if you want to email us, it's uh, thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. He says, uh, does James have any advice or words of wisdom for living in China? I currently live in London and moving very soon to start a new job with Ubisoft in Shanghai. Congratulations. I said that, not him. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> any VPN services you would recommend? Nice areas to live. Uh, anything else that comes to mind? Um, okay. First of all, that's pretty cool. I, I mean, I'd be quite happy if I was going there to do like to do a job like that. That's gonna be that's gonna be very interesting. In terms, you are gonna need a VPN because otherwise you're gonna go crazy. But you also have to realise that VPN like reliability is also pretty poor in China, and like sometimes they don't work even if you, you know, even if you um you know get like a good one or whatever. Well, what's, the also, one, what's the one you've been using? Well, you see, before I. The, the also the other thing is is you're going to have to pay for one because there is no point in trying to use free VPNs they just don't work ever they're terrible and the one I used to use when I was living there before was ExpressVPN but I don't know if that's any good anymore because when my wife went back there recently she tried it and it was it was not great but there's also like Astral is the one that most people sort of swear by but is more expensive but you absolutely need a VPN because otherwise you'll you'll find even just using like regular websites even like they are also anything that's like outside of China is incredibly slow, mostly because a lot of the websites have like stuff like Facebook, like sort of code written into them and stuff. So that slows everything down because the firewall has to pass it and it's just it's just terrible. So definitely you need to pay for a VPN. I cannot stress that enough and even have a backup one as well, because it's God, is that, is that like, bad? It, it's terrible not having a VPN, Matt, seriously. And so even, are, are those on monthly payments or you, is it yeah, one off? Well, you can either pay, you can usually pay like yearly or you can play, pay by month. I always play by month and the reason was is even though they give you discount usually for the whole year, um, often like VPNs get shut down, you know, the government blocks them or whatever so they don't work anymore. So I never really wanted to pay like, oh, a year okay. up front yeah. because there's the chance it will get shut down. So well, you I have multiple for, like, VPN payments per month as a backup. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's the only way because otherwise you'll go crazy because using just regular internet the, the internet is only useful if you're using it like for stuff inside china like outside china it, when i was there last time it was terrible i don't think it's improved but you know maybe someone will tell me otherwise in terms of areas to live um in shanghai i really like hongko um is a good area which is in pushi um it's in where that's sorry? nice second it's in where well, it's in it's on the Pushi side okay, of Pushi, the because okay, um, cool. there's like there's Pudong and there's Pushi and like Pushi is the old oldest of course, side. Yeah, of Pudong, <laughs> like the new my, development. My, um, my mistake, yeah. yeah. And, okay, uh, but yeah, but I like Hong Kong and um, yeah. I mean, I lived in Yampu District, which is not a great. I wouldn't don't live there. Please don't live there. How, it's, it's is not that the district? That, and maybe I might have to cut this, but is that a district where people were like looking at you because you were clearly a foreigner running down the street? Is that that one? Or are they, yeah. they thought you lived in another. They, they thought you were from another area, even though they, they thought clearly... I was Chinese but a different ethnicity. How can that be? Well, that story always like really confused me. Well, no, because it's people from like it's from another province called Xinjiang, which is like the people are like Turkic background. So it's like yeah, they it's different ethnicity. So it's like it's it's possible. And, oh, wow, um, okay. But yeah, so that that was odd. But um, yeah, I I like Hong Kong a lot. But there's places in in Pudong which are which are nice as well. Which if you're working for Ubisoft, you'll probably end up like somewhere over there. Um, Pudong is is weird because it's it's like a it's it was a new development and it's all it's a bit soulless over there because everything's kind of designed on like a grid system and everything. Whereas the Pushi side is older and is more interesting, I think. But probably Pudong is more modern and sort of more comfortable. Um, if anything else. Um, with food, you've got to try. Um, okay, people in Shanghai call it damping, but it's a lot of the people in other parts of the country call it jimping. This is like a breakfast thing you can get, which is like a pancake thing, and it's amazing. Oh, so what, still... what's in the pan? Is it a filled pancake? Well, no, it's it's like um, 
it's how do I explain it? It's a bit like a burrito. Like it, okay. it starts to look a bit like a burrito, but it's not really because it's more like a sort of a pancake stroke burrito. And it's like what it is is you have like this sauce like in it, which and then this like thing which is a bit like a sort of a crisp, which they put inside, which makes it all crispy, and then like add some vegetables and stuff to it, and it's it's the God, best that, thing. That does it's sound the, good actually. It's the main thing that I miss about Shanghai, to be honest, because I used to eat them every day because they just taste so good. And if you just go out into the street, you can you can get those. Or they also have this stuff called Yotiao, which is like a um, it's it's like donut kind of thing, but like sticks of like dough that have been like deep fried. Oh god, and, that sounds um, amazing. Yeah, they they taste really good as well. There's a lot of really good food like in Shanghai. It's it's it's. I mean, people complain about Shanghai because they always say like Shanghai, like local Shanghai food isn't great, but because people always say it's sweet, it's not sweet. It's just really bland. But you can also go for like stuff from other parts of the country, like Sichuan food and stuff like that, which is much better. But yeah, it's one of the best things, and also because food is cheap. Like, well, it's not as cheap as it used to be, but it's still cheap to like eat out there, like compared with here. And yeah, so definitely, how much is a pint over there? Um, I don't know. Uh, I can't think to be honest. Um, I I don't know what it would be now. I mean, I, oh, I don't yeah, remember I guess it being. Since then. It was it was was definitely not prohibitively expensive, and it's great because you can just like buy it in like convenience stores and like it's just walk down the street drinking. It's it's fine. No one cares. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just drinking. It, it, yeah, with your with your dough finger things and yeah, your, your pancakes. Uh, with, yeah. oh. Does sound good. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, so definitely go for the food, obviously. But also, yeah, VPN. Definitely you need a VPN because it's um, it's a bit of a nightmare uh, without. But cool. uh, things have changed there a lot over the last uh, couple of years, from as I understand, because of the new leadership. Anyway, nice. Well, that, that's a that's a comprehensive <laughs> answer yeah. to your question, Barney. Uh, you should let us know how you get on in uh, Shanghai. Yeah, please do, because I'll be curious. And but, now we've got okay. a contact at Ubisoft, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next awesome. email is from Adam Staff. He says, podcasting aside, is there a position in the industry that takes your fancy? Uh, that's an interesting one. I mean, I guess my obvious one would be like some sort of marketing role because that's what I do. I do marketing. But See, I'd like to I'd like to work in like, I don't know, like um, something to do with like narrative design or something like that. Like, I'd, 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 okay, I'll put my cards on the table. I want to work with David Cage. I think I'd like to... <laughs> what does I'd I... like to... I'd like to work on like scenarios or something like that, or like or like scripting like, or something. What? I think no way. What you're telling me? Like, oh, oh imagine like guys. I'm, I'm not doing the PhD stuff anymore. You know, that's all done. I've, I've tracked that in. I now I've got a new job and I work with content no, dream. dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'd like to just be able to go through those scripts and just be like, look, you can't do this. This is this is terrible. Like, and just you know, try and make better. Make you know, make things better. <laughs> I think so, it'd be so, good. What you say, David? Just make better. David, yeah, just make this better. Just it's make terrible. Better. Just, uh, you yeah, know. But, not, but when you get when you get in there, if you got in there, it wouldn't be about fixing old games. It's about making new games. So you'll have to like <laughs> rein so, it no, in. No, no, no. First of all, first of all, heavy rain special edition. We're gonna go. We're gonna go back in, and we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna rework quite a lot. The of thing this. is, James, that no. you'll go in there. He'll be like such like a huge presence. And I was like, look, James. First of all, he likes latte with two sugars. Do not get that wrong. Two, you know, do not look him directly in the eyes. And three, do not disagree with him. Just do what he says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like isn't that's how we got in this mess in the David. first place. Oh. What's that? Oh, so that's how we got in this mess in the first place. What, like people, just, there's oh, too many yes men or yes people yeah, over there. That's, I'm sure that's probably the reason. Because it's. Uh, I mean, did you see that thing the other day that like, somebody had tweeted, like some story that he'd said about like one of the reasons why he put something in a game was because he cut his finger when he was younger. It's just. It was just. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a joke. But yeah, I didn't hear that, and that was a poor joke. Okay, is that the end for emails? 
That is the end of the emails. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, we're going to tweet. Uh, if you want to tweet, it's, it's at Computing Pod on Twitter. First one is from Cami Toman. If Joe Flacco continues to stand perfectly still after the snap when lined up out wide, whilst Lamar Jackson is under centre, why do teams even bother using a defender to cover him? Can you suggest a defensive scheme that could benefit from this knowledge? Uh, how did you how's read your, this one out, Matt? How's this your NFL knowledge? How's your podcast? NFL knowledge, James? I don't know anything about NFL at all. Have you ever watched NFL? Nope. You know I've no interest in it. I've no interest in it whatsoever. You know, it's Super Bowl watch every year. No, why would I do that? I don't know. It's, it's just good fun. It. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I I played I played Madden on the Mega Drive a long time ago, and uh, that's that's the limit of my like you know, knowledge about. Uh, do, do you not know play NFL Blitz it. on Dreamcast? Nope. Oh, that was that was fucking brilliant. That was so good. I'd rather play proper football, Matt. You know, soccer. Anyway, I hope that's answered your question, Cammy. Uh, SMW, which dominant, uh, sorry, which dormant Microsoft-owned property would you like to see them revive at XO18? I don't know. What do you think, Matt? I mean, your first one is like new Splinter Cell, but that's definitely that's coming. Not, that's also not Microsoft-owned. That's Ubisoft. Oh fuck yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> Midtown Madness. <laughs> but, Midtown Madness. But yeah. that would never come back. Uh, because it's it's a different different time and place, isn't it? It's not happening. Uh, did they did they own Blinks? I can't remember. We're not bringing back well, Blinks. Blinks a time sweeper. Maybe if they did that, it'll be in the running for a BAFTA next year. But that was that was no, that was Sega. I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe Fusion Frenzy. We could go for that. Fusion Frenzy. Well, um, obviously, I guess the obvious one is that is that that flying game was that it got. It got re-released. Oh, Crimson, Crimson Skies. Crimson yeah. Skies, yeah. You got you got to think that's the sort of thing that's coming. But what what else? What else? What else do they even have in their back catalogue? That's, that's I don't know. It's, that's it's a, not that's a that trouble. That's what we are now. It's like it's Gears, it's Halo, it's Forza. You know, it's like. I mean, I I, I tell you what, I absolutely love Project Gotham Racing, but that's not going to happen because they've got Forza now. So that that probably covers a lot of ticks a lot of boxes, isn't it? What was that game that came out after Halo that everyone was like, this is going to be as good as Halo? I can't remember. Uh, Brink? That's it, Brink. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they can I, bring I that back. I don't think they're going to bring... I definitely going to bring back from the Brink. It's a shame. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I'm not sure. I guess that's where we are with Microsoft. I want them to, you know... Yeah, I, I want them to really come back with a, with a real force and it seems like a lot of the decisions they're making have been really good in terms of streaming and acquiring studios and backwards compatibility and cross-play. They're, do, they're clearly lining up a lot of things to be in a much better position well, for yeah, the next the, generation. But The technology the side stuff's all brilliant, but yeah, it is the games. I mean, that is that is the problem. And yeah. it's, it's kind of a shame. And, and like, I mean, they're obviously, a new Halo's coming, we know that, you know. Again, yeah, sure, they can release another Forza. I don't know if they'll do another Gears for a while. So, I don't know, there's going to have to be a lot of new IP, but that's going to be pretty exciting, isn't it? If they say, here's a new console, or here... I mean, probably not like XO18, but, you know, in a year or two's time, only three, or a conference of their choosing, if they say, this is new, this is new, this is new, like, they've got to start a new... They've got to start it all again, haven't they, really, I think? See, it's a shame because there are, I mean, there's games as well that I'd like to see revisited and sort of ideas from it that were the better ideas, like, re-explored. Like, particularly, like, you know, like Perfect Dark, there's never really been another shooter similar yeah. to that in terms, particularly, like, the gadget side of stuff. Like, you don't really get that so much nowadays. And that was one of the things I always felt was kind of, like, more unique about that and Goldeneye, was that they added those sorts of elements to it. And it'd be cool if you could if you could still, you know, they could sort of develop that, but it's it's not 
I doubt it's going to happen, is it? They're, but also, we want new stuff. I mean, that's why I'm quite. It looks quite good that they got these new studios you know, that are uh, working on stuff. But I mean, it's funny, isn't it? Because it's like when you think about the end of like the 360 era, it really kind of felt like they just thought, okay, all we need now is we just need Halo, Gears, and and uh, Forza, and then third parties will deal with all the rest of the stuff. But yeah. then, like, they didn't seem to get the whole sort of um, yeah. It's really good to have like really str- solid, like strong first party stuff because then that's a you know it's a big value add like for the for the machine. Yeah, I mean, I, I think all that makes sense. But yeah, now it's just it's a time for for new stuff really. But I mean, but a, a new Perfect Dark, I, I think that that would be one for them to say, okay, that's interesting. But I don't know, like Perfect Dark was very much of a time and place. You know, a, a, a new one isn't going to do anything. It's just going to be like a nice oh for the fans type thing. But yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I, we all want new stuff really. Um, Spook Summer Haze um, Buscalili at Buscalili on Twitter um, should I stop buying AAA games they're all the same and they're made with hella immoral business practices no of course I mean everything's a business just get this no, no, there's nothing wrong with buying the big games. I, I know it's easier to hate on them and, and so on and so forth especially if there was discussion recently on Crunch and whatnot but the place, there's still a place for AAA games like, people are still working hard on these incredible games and Pushing for I mean, guilty for buying these these big games. I mean, if you if you feel strongly about certain business practices, then yeah, by all means, just don't buy them. Like, I mean, I don't like. It's one of the reasons I don't really I don't buy free to play games like hardly at all because I just don't think they. I don't agree with like the way that they work or anything. But I don't. I don't see the problem with buying like you know the the big AAA stuff. It's fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, he also asked Matt, "Are you still on Pokemon Go? Are you still like? Do you still like feel like playing Let's Go in November?" I'm still playing Pokemon Go every day. Um, I don't really know why. I'm just, I'm still, I'm still collecting Pokemon. I know I'm not playing it properly. I'm like doing bits here and there, and I'm collecting and I'm evolving and stuff. But I, I, and I really only started playing again because of the new one because I wanted to see what the functionality was like to, to the you know um, how the two games connected. Uh, and I'm interested in playing Let's Go for sure. Um, don't because I've never played a Pokemon game before, and I want to know what the deal is. But everyone seems to be sh- not not shitting on it. But, but I, I get a feeling people aren't mega excited because they think oh, it's like it's just like Pokemon Go, but it's like a dumbed down version of the Pokemon games. But I have no real sort of context of where what they're like because I've never played them. So I'm interested mm-hmm. in seeing it. I mean, you played them all, didn't you, James? Uh, I've played a couple of Pokemon games, but yeah. I've never played them to completion ever. But um, I am interested in Let's Go mostly just for the yeah for my children because they they're right at the age at the moment where they're st- where they're really getting into Pokemon. So yeah, and also one can have excited. Eevee, and one can have Pikachu. I, I presume. So Han, so l- l- let me guess right. So I know when like Red and Blue came out, if you had Red, you had certain Pokemon. If you had Blue, you had certain others, and it sort of forced people to like buy both and to trade with their friends who had Blue or Red, right? Is that how it yeah, works? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So to, yeah. to collect all of them. So I, I mean, I haven't read much about it, but I assume this is the same for this one. You've... I have no idea. Oh, I damn. hope not, because I'm only going to be buying one copy. We so. are, we are the wrong audience. But yeah, I'm definitely still interested in playing. Let's go um, uh, when it's out in November. Um, also, uh, so mine Baker at Baker's twelve. As David is off, is this a taste of things to come? Well, no, because sure not is also off. Yeah. So. That's, that's a shame. Um, let's see. Uh, well, there's loads of questions that are obviously relate to all four of us and uh, all three of us and no one's here. Um, James, uh, this is from Andrew Gushwend. Uh, what do you think about the Total War Three Kingdoms? And if you had to rate its historical accuracy, how would you do that? Um, I can't because I've never played any of them. 
And so, yeah, I I have no idea. I'm afraid. Damn it's, it. It's a series that I've never I've never really been like particularly like attracted to the Total War series. I, I don't know why because I probably should like them, but yeah, I've never never tried it. Uh, uh, Andre continues for a question for me. Matt, you really you really enjoyed um, Astrobot, but do you think the extreme quality of the game could sour people on the rest of VR since there were basically no games on its level? Uh, thinking of something like playing up, thinking of people playing something along the lines of Mario Odyssey, then having garbage like Knack left. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knack's been nominated for a BAFTA. That's Knack too, mate. But yeah, yeah I, sorry, yeah, Knack like, In in one on one hand, I sort of see what you mean because. Uh, Astrobot is an incredible game, and it does. I think I think it pushes VR on in in, in a new way. But there are there, there's there's absolutely tons of really fantastic experiences on the platform. I mean, VR is obviously incredibly in its infancy, so there's lots of really bad games. There's some games that make you feel sick instantly, and then there's games like Astrobot. But there's also games like Super Hot VR, which is amazing. You know, Rezd. Uh, Res, um, Res with Area X. There's uh, obviously everyone's raving about Firewall currently. So there's tons of games out there. Um, Astrobot is definitely of a quality, um, and we haven't really seen much uh, in exactly that same quality because it's just done with such love and attention from people who clearly just absolutely love VR and they they've they've wrung so much goodness out of it um, of what could have been just a rather basic. Um, platformer in vr but they've done amazingly well with it um so hey Matt, do you do you think there's going to be a sequel to astrobot do you think we're going to see more because i'm i'm not so sure because i don't know if it's sold very well or whatever i mean i know it's had really good buzz but yeah it's hard to know it's sold i mean i know like that's now part of an official bundle uh in fact you can mm-hmm. get basically astrobot and another game and the vr thing for like 200 quid at the moment and that's an official that's bundle which is crazy yeah. um i don't know because I was thinking about that the other day. It's an amazing game, and even like people on Reddit, like God, we're, we're, I, I, you know, if there's DLC, we'll buy it day one. But I don't know how long this sort of game's taken to develop. I mean, mm-hmm. it, uh, and and also, yeah, I guess you don't really know sales. Obviously, it's, it's a small market anyway. There's only been like three million VR headsets sold, so obviously they're not going to do you know crazy crazy numbers. But I, I, I mean, I'd love to see the percentages of people who picked us up. You know the numbers of people who pick us up. You know who have actually got the headset. Obviously, you can only pick it up if you've got the headset. But I bet the percentage the attach rate to this is really, really good. Um, I don't know. I'd love to see a sequel, but who knows? I mean, I don't know what the business model is like of VR right now. But my God, yeah. I, if it was DLC or anything else, I would, I would buy it tomorrow uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, but just to clarify, just to carry on for that. There are tons of amazing VR experiences. If you listen to our talk about Astrobot recently and thinking, oh, maybe I'll buy it, but is that it? There are absolutely shitloads of great games and great experiences of VR. You're not going to run it every single day. Um, it, you know, I, 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 although to be fair, there, there is enough that you could probably get a good few, a, you know, a good few miles of every single day on it. But you know, you, you'll have a great time, and I think it's absolutely worth picking up uh, PSVR. There's not, there's nothing to play. I mean, you, you probably disagree, though, don't you, James? Um, no, I mean, I think there certainly is enough there um, to make it worthwhile at the moment, especially, like you said, like Super Hot's fantastic. I liked Ultra Wings as well. I mean, Ultra Wings is really good. I still put that on I from time to time to play. That's good. It's my pilot wings, but, you know, in VR, which yeah. is which is nice. But there's more stuff coming. I mean, I, I cannot wait for the um, Everybody's Golf. I think that's going to be, yeah, that's gonna be, gonna be superb. Okay, so I, I still really want to play Star Trek with you as well online yeah we we do have to play star trek that is something that's that's going to have to happen it, it could be quite interesting awesome um let's see everyone's talking about uh, this being a test one for the new series uh, for 2019 no because no. um no one else uh, turned up because uh, we've been Robo uh, Maloko, down rather badly question for matt did you watch doctor who last night no i don't watch doctor who 
I, I don't I don't know where you've got that. I mean, Marvel movies, Doctor Who, there's probably tons of other things I just haven't haven't got into. Do you, do you watch Doctor Who? You seem like a Doctor Who sort of guy, James. Um, I do watch it from time to time. I watch it with usually my wife and my daughter, and we do enjoy it. I mean, I don't think it's amazing or anything, but you know, it's a nice way to spend the evening. It's um, it's okay. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've never never gone into that at all. Um, I think. I mean, I think the reason they're referencing this Matt is because it was an episode about Rosa Parks. So, oh uh, yeah. right, of course. Yeah, actually, some people did tweet me about it. No, I didn't watch it because of that. Maybe I had done, but I'm glad they explained her story. <laughs> Uh, Athene Allen, uh, I've been playing Return of the Obra Dinn, a game about being a magic detective. Uh, th- that game is getting, getting amazing reviews, uh, but it's not out on console yet, and I can't wait. Uh, have you seen that, James, at all? No, I don't know anything about oh, it. Oh, I, I mean, I, the, the graphic, you've just, just Google it, the graphic style is like, it's like, I think it's hand, it looks like it's hand drawn, it looks amazing. And it's, yeah, and people are saying it's, it's an incredible game, but it's PC only at the moment. Um, Hopefully, consoles about soon. Anyway, what adjective would you append to the word detective to make the job cooler? Don't know. Uh, super hot detective. That is a that is a cool one. Yeah. Um, is super hot an adjective? Yeah, I guess. I, I'm not uh, sure. Not really. No. <laughs> um, wicked detective. Yeah, that's that nailed. Done. Uh, this is in... uh, uh, what about what about sultry detective? I mean, I couldn't put off sultry, but I think you probably could. Mm, sultry detective so. would be. Imagine if someone's like, yeah, you, I recommend this guy, and he's like, gives you the cards. Like, what are you gonna? Are you just gonna do, do detective stuff while looking sultry? Is that is that it? I don't care about yeah. that. Just get the job done. Yeah, I wouldn't say that any of us are particularly sultry. Uh, who's the most sultry? Probably Sean. Sultry Sean. No, you're joking. <laughs> 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 okay, well, it's not us. It must be. It must be Dave. Um, okay, we're ending this. Adder Black at Adder Black thirty nine. Hi guys, what's the most annoying thing about Dave? Oh, how, well, he doesn't turn up to podcasts. That's pretty, yeah. That's up there. Is that? I mean, that? That's annoying. The way that he always sees everything in a very binary way. I think that's that's got to be one of the my top ones. Yeah. You know? uh, what I love is when I say, "Oh, Dave." I mean, I haven't done it for a while because I've sort of given up now. But I'm like, "Oh, Dave, this game, this game's really amazing. I think you'll probably like it." And he's like, "Nah, fuck off." It's like space elves and that. He can't. Uh, and, yeah. and then he'll play. It's like, "Oh God, this game's amazing." It's like, "Yeah, Dave, we told you about it." It's like, oh yeah, but I wasn't listening back then. I wasn't listening back then. It's a classic response. Like, there's the amount of things yeah. I recommend it now. I just don't recommend them. But yeah. Dave does that. But then also, everything he plays, he just doesn't just it does genuinely like. It's just his first thing is like, ah, oh, fuck off! I'm not, I'm not playing that. Oh, you t- I do love this card game by Valve. Um, not that he's playing Hearthstone, but that's it for tweets. Um, and that's it for the show. Actually, in fact, um, we are uh, we're gonna be streaming this Thursday at nine o'clock. So go to twitch.tv slash the computer game show. If you've got an Amazon Prime account, you can link to your Twitch account. And you can give us a free sub. So, And also, if you've done that in the past, it may have elapsed and it doesn't remind you. So if you've ever subbed to us uh, using a free Twitch subscription, think about doing it again. We really appreciate that uh, that money. Uh, we'd love also if you'd subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're desperately trying to get to 1,000 subscriptions. So just go over to youtube.com slash show or search us on the app. And it just takes a second. Just hit subscribe. We won't ask you any ever again. But yeah, we would really appreciate the subscriptions. The show is, of course, available on every single podcast, Service Known to Man and Spotify. Uh, and Apple Podcast reviews really help us. So good Apple Podcasts or in iTunes or on the app. Leave us a review, takes 10 seconds. And we really appreciate that. That is it for this week's show. Next week is the big 
Red Dead episode. I imagine that's all we're going to be talking about, but who knows? Um, hopefully, Dave and Sean will be back as well. Uh, thanks, James, thanks for man. turning up. I know you. Did, I know you didn't want to be here, but I do appreciate. I was not it. very happy about it, obviously. But the know, good news, James, is that this episode will be on Dash Radio because it is under two hours. I say definitely <laughs> will. I'll email them. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But if you want Dash Radio, say you know, email us. Let us know if you're listening to Dash Radio. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll see uh, you, you the listener, back here next week for another episode of the Computer Game Show. Uh, bye, James. Bye bye. And bye, everyone else. Uh, a goodbye. Try and make better.